0: Welcome to Feathers in My Hair, a Teen Mom Deep Dive podcast. I'm your host, Liz Bentley. Hi, Princess. Hi, Liz. Thank you so much for coming on. Have you been on Feathers recently? I was trying to remember. I thought
1: you were gonna say, have you ever been on Feathers? I was like, wait, what? (laughs) All the time. This is my second home.
0: (laughs) Have you ever been on Hey Princess? Have you ever been on my podcast? It's called Feathers in My Hair. It's about the show
1: Teen Mom. Yeah the reason I have a podcast is cuz people heard me on your podcast and thought I talked well and I was like I do thanks. So yes I am your podcast
0: mother if anybody is curious. <laughs> yes. Yeah, just like drag. Yeah. You are <laughs> I was literally about to say It's fine. It's true. Oh, god. Oh god. But yeah, so I think it's been a while since you've been on feathers but I was reading the episode well first of all I'm like kind of recording this I'm not kind of I am recording this in advance so I'm going out of town this weekend and so I was like actually thinking ahead of like when I would record And I was like I'm really proud of you because you asked
1: me last week yeah and normally when you go you're going to
0: the shore no I'm going to Chicago for a family reunion so okay. it's a whole thing
1: it, but it's normally thing. when you have to like go when you're going to visit you know your nieces or you're going down shore you often I see you like tweeting like I had to figure out yeah <laughs> huh because <laughs> you're like packing and also doing other stuff and then about to leave and you're like I guess I have to record this podcast
0: exactly so. <laughs> I recorded Liz explains last night and then feathers my hair tonight and I have class tomorrow night so I'm actually like very well scheduled for this nice. um and that meant I could have a guest on because I'm not great about getting guests on feathers because then I have to plan recording in advance and I just don't love to do that yeah and I read the episode description and I thought I would like princess to join me on this kale getting a pfa journey and I texted the princess and I said these are the episodes uh kale gets a pfa out on joe and princess responded that could be any episode and i said yeah that's
1: you're not wrong well you said they had a fight at the courthouse i was like they're always at the courthouse and they're always fighting that's that's (laughs) what they do i'm sure there are people that work at the courthouse that look out the window go are those motherfuckers out there fighting again truly
0: so we did episodes one and two of season four this is like truly 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 peak teen mom two. yeah this is when this is the last season before the year-long break that they take Mm. um this is everything is happening everything is happening they went right into filming this from season three um which is interesting because I they didn't always do that. Like this is like a real Jersey Shore thing, you know, where like mm. the show gets really popular and so they're like, or like real housewives of New Jersey type I was of just situation. Say that. Because <laughs> if you watch the reunion for season three, which mm-hmm. I watched moments of, they're talking about things that are playing out on episode uh one and two of season yeah. four, which mm-hmm. is like I kind of forgot that 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 happened. Because- and they
1: did that for about for they did this back about back season for I think three seasons because Teresa was going to jail. Um oh I first- was talking about with Teen Mom. This is
0: actually happening with Teen Mom, but yes, famously that happened with the reunion. Yeah. But this was Teen Mom and the Teen Mom season three reunion. They're talking about what happens in season four. Because oh. they're talking about Leah's miscarriage, they're talking about Chelsea sleeping with Adam, like unprotected they're talking about all
1: of that so that also have- a thing yeah. that happened all the fucking time we talk about any season true true any time.
0: but like they must have filmed like at the the reunion like at the beginning of season four but yes this yeah. happened on new jersey famously Um, they were filming season three and four right back to back and Jacqueline refused to show up for the season three reunion uh, which she could do because she knew they couldn't cut her out of season four Uh, Teresa was bringing up season four stuff at the season three reunion which Bravo was mad about because like yeah. We have not seen it yet and it was a mess and they usually don't do it for exactly that reason because the cast has too much power, right? Mm-hmm. Like the cast has too much power if they're filming the reunion when they already know they have spots for the next season and they're at the center of the storyline.
1: Right. And I think a lot of people, the way, well, maybe not Team Mom specifically, but the way reunions usually work is that people are auditioning for their next season. For sure. For sure. A good reunion can save you. Absolutely. Yep absolutely
0: okay um let's start with chelsea since we're there and she has the least going on um so chelsea is so blonde because this is filming right after last season
1: she looks like a poodle shit <laughs> it's with, really tough. when it's curly it's like it and it doesn't because that hairstyle looks like dolly parton like doing something and then she's wearing sweats it's and then she's got like a face full of like self tanner and makeup i mean i'm, I'm sure it's not self tanner i'm sure it's real tan uh real tanning booth or whatever you guys call it but her head looks like it belongs on somebody else's body because the body is dressed to sit down on the couch and the head <laughs> is dressed to like i know do some shit it's
0: never made any sense or like how when she will clearly have on and she still does this like a full face of makeup and she has not brushed her hair in three weeks i'm like yeah. what are you doing i always just want to run a brush through chelsea's hair like that's all i ever want to do
1: <laughs> like, i think that she does that i think maybe you even said this i think that she does that because remember she was wearing a lot of extensions uh yeah that's why strong. she does it she doesn't yeah. want
0: to do it's like britney spears how her hair is always a mess like certain yeah. people their hair is just bad and they they just don't want to deal with it so chelsea figured out she could wear
1: hats which was smart of her she also used to wear a lot of do rags sometimes I mean, do you like bandanas and no. like she used I, to wear
0: bandanas i don't remember chelsea wearing a bandana
1: i well i also remember i did uh i recently did team mom season yeah i mean not two season one on i my believe Patreon.
0: I believe you that she was wearing a bandana i just don't have any memory of that i think my memory blocked it out to protect she was me
1: doing whatever she wanted to like i and <laughs> and i wonder do you think she watches this and is like oh my fucking god or... yes a hundred percent yes okay. yes yes she recognizes that this is
0: oh yes chelsea is first of all she probably goes i'm so fat because yes, sure you know is. how she talks you know she talks about herself like that like yeah. You know, and she'll be like, oh, my God, I can't believe I was wearing that. Oh. Like, I yeah. I guarantee you she's like, oh, I'm so embarrassed by this for sure. 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 Like Janelle rewatching this or like Kale or Leah and their looks like Leah might laugh a little bit at that hair and the braces. But I think the rest of them are just like, yeah, it was cute. But
1: Chelsea, I'm sure is like, oh, God, <laughs> well, I don't think I don't think Leah i mean i i know leah's looking a lot better now but leah in these uh like bedazzled headbands with weird with weird bangs and like all the blush in the entire world on her face i think that leah's not too far from that like
0: no she's, she's really not very close
1: she's not that far from it.
0: <laughs> well except yeah. now now she has this new boyfriend and she's trying to be an instagram influencer so she's wearing cuter clothes but... she's the
1: most easily influenced person on earth why is she trying to influence other people? <laughs> she believes everything. We could fly to West Virginia right now and convince her to give her, us power of attorney. Yeah. We could absolutely <laughs> do it in two days.
0: Probably, probably. All right. So Chelsea's friend, Laura, comes over and Chelsea lets us know that her IUD came out while she was peeing. It fell out. Um, okay, sure. Uh, Does that
1: happen? I I don't, apparently, apparently,
0: because I I was talking to... Uh, my friend Stas today and she said that that happens more than you would think apparently wow like I know they can get dislodged but I didn't realize they could like fully come out of your body um so that's a lot uh but (laughs) she then like right after this Adam comes over and they had sex and here's (laughs) the thing watching this I think Chelsea was trying to get pregnant, and I think she's soft launching a pregnancy with Adam because in these two episodes, everyone she comes into contact with, she's like, My IUD fell out, I had unprotected sex with Adam. Like, she's telling everybody, she's and smiling. I'm smiling. Like, I'm like, Why is she telling everyone? and I realize. It's because I think she wants, genuinely wants to be pregnant. And so she's kind of like bracing everybody. Like she's telling them now it's a possibility. So in three weeks when she misses her period, they won't be so shocked. Like I genuinely think she's soft launching a pregnancy with Adam now.
1: Yeah. The whole time I was watching it, I was thinking about how, um, you didn't say for sure, but you you've always said that your theory is that Chelsea got pregnant
0: on purpose. On purpose. Well, I don't know, like how, like if she was like, "I'm going to have a baby with Adam," you know, right. like she I'm wasn't not so... counting
1: ovulation days, but yeah. I think that she, but was she like...
0: wanted, you know, she wanted to have a baby with Adam, like right.
1: that, and she did nothing to stop
0: having a baby with Adam. So
1: and uh, she, she's smiling the entire time these two episodes when she's talking about this, and she's like, "Yeah." <laughs> Guess she's what? like, don't. Ju-. Her friend is like, what the fuck, Chelsea? She's like, don't
0: judge me. You're judging me. And her friend is like, yeah, bitch. <laughs> yeah,
1: and somebody I don't know which friend it is, but she's in a car at one point, and she she tells this friend. This friend looks over at her and says, "Girl, like, in her a friends
0: way. are really funny at this point. They are like fully fed the fuck up and they don't yeah. care anymore." There is a weird exchange because Chelsea to this friend, Laura, that's over the house, she goes don't tell my dad. Cause she was like, don't tell anyone. And her friend's like, well, who am I going to tell? And she goes, my dad, you tell my dad everything. And That's I was weird. like,
1: hold on. What? That's weird. That's <laughs> weird. Like, Randy, like, can leave can we, those girls alone. Can we pause? And like I'm not saying anything it. happens. I'm just saying, Randy, leave those when, girls alone. When does she
0: talk to Randy? Do the yeah. two of them have a relationship separate from chel- like, I just have questions. Maybe when he's doing her teeth. Maybe then? Uh, Maybe. I mean, I guess probably she does go to Randy's a lot and, like, has her friends at Randy's a lot. So maybe just when they're over there, and I bet, like, Chelsea will allude to something and then stop talking, and Randy will be like, what? And Laura will, like, finish what Chelsea was saying. Yeah. But it was just such a weird aside where I was like, what?
1: Yeah. (laughs) Randy, like, just, uh, just don't be talking to him, girl. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. But yeah, it's so obvious that Chelsea wants to have another. Yeah, um, um, I guess he pulled out, he did the pull and pray thing where, you know, yes. you pull it out and you pray to God that it did, nobody got pregnant. And she, while she's talking about it, though, she is still in her little girl mode. And that's because mm-hmm. she doesn't want anybody to be mad at her. So she's mm-hmm. talking with her baby voice. Mm-hmm. And they're like, that doesn't work. She's like, I know. it's <laughs> I, mm-hmm. I know. Like, I'm like, girl, you're talking about How this man's penis fell on you and might have created a child, and you're over here talking like you're four. Like use your big girl voice. And here's how I know. Here's
0: how I know that she wanted to get pregnant because when I was in an Adam-like situation, right? Um, I just wouldn't tell anybody. Like, yeah. (laughs) Like if he came over and we had unprotected sex, I would not the next day be like calling up my girlfriends and being like, well he came over and yeah, we had sex without condoms and yeah, I'm not on birth control. And he pulled out. Cause I mean, that happened a million times. Um, sure. I didn't tell people cause I was fucking embarrassed and ashamed and I didn't want anybody to find out. But Chelsea still wants to fully be in a relationship with Adam, like a public relationship. And she wants to have a baby with him and it's nuts. And she's so fucking lucky it didn't happen. She's so lucky.
1: She's really lucky because her story goes very different and people would will hate Chelsea the same way they would anybody else if she had two kids by him. Well, if she and... didn't meet Cole, people would not like her. That's true. Um, like Chelsea... I think
0: I think Chelsea was kind of at that point where people like liked her, but she was getting annoying. And here's the thing. So Aubrey's like two and a half, three here. She meets Cole when she Aubrey's around four. So like if she had gotten pregnant at this point, she would have a newborn at yeah. that time you know like she'd have a newborn to a one-year-old around the time that she'd be meeting Cole now would Cole get with her with two kids yeah of course Cole is Cole but sure. she wouldn't have been open to meeting a Cole because she would still be trying to be with Adam like that she another never baby been
1: on the dating app that she definitely met Cole yeah. on not the gas station where she said <laughs> yes she would
0: but even if uh, in a world where they actually met at a gas station she would have been like Just not even seeing him. You know what I mean? Because she would have been still in Adam land where she is now. And when your heart is like dedicated to somebody else, you don't meet somebody new most of the time because you're just not open to it.
1: And also Adam... I mean, I was gonna say they they tend to act a little better the first, like when during a newborn stage, yeah, like the first couple of weeks, but not Adam, so never I mind. Mean, <laughs> not at, but I can see why she would
0: think, well, if I get pregnant again, he'll move in to help with Aubrey and the baby, and my dad won't be able to say anything, like because Chelsea's stupid, and so like she genuinely like not only is Chelsea pretty stupid, but she was also a very immature twenty year old at this time, yeah. So like that combination, I can. see what she was trying to do with sleeping with Adam without protection.
1: Uh, The thing about Chelsea, when I, like, because I've been watching these episodes, the thing about Chelsea is that not only does she want to be with Adam, she Wants to be with Adam and then she also wants to bring Adam to like the family barbecue. She, she wants she, to be married to Adam. Right. She wants Adam to be incorporated. She spent a lot of time with her friends and family. She's with her family a lot. Yeah. She wants Adam to be able to show up with her and for them not to say anything and for them not to look at him. Like, yeah, she she wants Adam to be her life
0: partner and everybody to like accept him as her life partner and, and nobody, like fully integrate. Nobody's going to.
1: Nobody's going to. I was looking at Adam in this up ep- in these episodes. Well, in I think he's really only in one episode um but i was thinking how soon after high school did it be did it's he start to drop off because i can see in high school why a bunch of dumb girls think he's Uh like so cool right he has no he has no curfew he's like riding motorcycles he's He seems very cool in high school. Yeah, his older brothers have parties. Yeah, yeah.
0: I can absolutely see it. He's, he's,
1: you know, he's like, he's a bad boy.
0: Adam isn't, like, the most popular guy and, like, the preppy guy, but he's very, he does very well in his group. You know what I mean? Like, I can perfectly imagine at my school, like, the exact guys he would have hung out with and, like, Mm -hmm. the exact girls he would have been with. And he would have had a lot of girls after him.
1: Yeah, but he's also the type of guy that has like a little countdown over his head yeah, an as he graduates date, high school you will. yeah that's oh, like bruh, sure. like you're i we, think, we only have a little bit more time with you
0: i think it's around the time that he's like breaking up with taylor because he still gets very pretty taylor right mm-hmm. very young taylor i think when he's i think when he's turning like 24 25 Okay, it's when he i think he's already dropping off here but sure but i think like horrible. he's still able to pull 18 19 year old girls because they're dumb right and right. he has and money and he's famous blah 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 and which is oh, i wish we could break the fourth wall here because i really want to know what it was like for adam to be famous in that small town like yeah being who he is uh i would really like to know that I mean, yeah. but I don't want to actually hear it now because I don't want to hear anything from Adam ever again in my entire life, but just in general. um, But yeah, I like think he's he already fallen. starting
1: to look like yeah, a, a, like a over the hill man. Like, <laughs> yeah, also I think it's around
0: the time that he's like leaving Taylor is when his partying is going to full blown drug addiction sure. um, and alcoholism. You know what I mean? Like he's transitioning from like, The desirable bad boy to the fucking loser very Uh
1: quickly yeah and this stuff happens pretty quickly because when you live at home with your mom and all you have to do is like dry places to hang out with your friends and go to concerts and you know parties and shit that's cool but once you're like in your mid-20s and like apparently everyone in Chelsea circle have a baby
0: By the time they're 22, it is insane the amount of young parents that she has in her life. Every episode, she has some 20 year old with a baby over at her house. Yeah,
1: and that's why, like, when you go back to her 16 and pregnant, like, I don't know how disappointed they. I mean, maybe they wanted to graduate high school, but I'm like,
0: I think that, yeah, I think they wanted to graduate high school, but beyond that, I don't think. I mean, her sister, who's only two years older than her, had a baby like right before Aubrey was born
1: yeah so like so once you start getting like once you start having kids and you're in your mid-20s it's really hard to like what you're looking for looks very different than an adam
0: yeah and adam at that point also can't really get the much younger girls unless they're very messed up because he's deep in his addiction so (laughs) he does you know what i mean like he he doesn't have a lot of options um we see adam in this episode he's out with his boys and he's telling them by the way when they're talking about chelsea having sex with adam without protection i guarantee you adam never wore a condom once with chelsea right. like what is she
1: talking about
0: it was only if chelsea happened to be on birth control like there is no way chelsea would have ever told adam to put a condom on because chelsea was terrified of ever making adam mad at her and like chelsea was so if chelsea could have crawled into adam's skin she would have like it's that i reckon this is exactly how i was with my ex right like where you are in this situation and they are so shitty to you and you know at any moment they will leave you not they could leave you but like they will fucking leave you and so like you will all you want to do when they're actually giving you attention is like make sure they keep giving you attention
1: you're not going to tell them to put on a condom sure sure i also think that like because he knows exactly what you just explained like he knows that oh, about her it. well he, he's very well that's known.
0: part of the dynamic right that the, yeah. that the person knows it like that yeah. they know that you're fucking desperate to keep them and that's that's part of the whole thing that's an in- essential key to that like dynamic, he tried actually. to
1: get her to buy him a car a truck <laughs> like this <laughs> no. is in a 16 and pregnant he tried to get her to buy her him a truck thinking that randy would give her the money and then she'd give it to him and i think it was gonna happen i was gonna say it's not so (laughs) far-fetched if i were randy i would have lost my i'm not a big fan of randy but a lot of times i would have lost my shit if you if i've gotten if i don't know some truck got given to you that was in the garage or whatever and you gave it to adam because he wanted it i would die yeah
0: no, it was not that far fetched, and Adam knows he doesn't have to put a condom on ever. He's never worn a condom. He with would
1: Chelsea. get up and just leave, like exactly. he's like never mind, exactly, <laughs> and, and
0: which is she why cried. she know and she knows he would do that. Yeah. Oh God, he's such an asshole. Um. So Chelsea start is going to start um beauty school. So Aubrey's gonna have to go to daycare. Chelsea's feeling understandably upset right because she's realizing like this is kind of the end of well it's funny because her life actually does end up being like this but her this is the end of her being a stay at home mom right like this is the end of her just being like home with Aubrey all day not having anything to do and I get why it's sad um but at the same time it's funny to watch that and be like that's actually what ended up happening because you didn't end up having to work
1: yeah like Chelsea, prior to this, had nowhere to be any time. She's never rushing to get somewhere. Why?
0: It's literally insane to think that she is 20 or 21 with a two and a half year old
1: that she has just been fully a stay-at-home mom, <laughs> no, Yeah. During during her voiceover, she was like, I take care of her all on my own. I'm like, yeah. yeah, like you're you are like Chelsea is full hands on with Aubrey, always has been physically.
0: Yes, physically, she takes care of Aubrey all on her own. She does her mom babysits a lot, but like 95% of the time, she is with Aubrey, absolutely. Yeah, but it's different to do that than Kale, right? Like she's in a totally
1: different situation than Kale is, of course. I, I just think, and what i was going through my head when chelsea was like you know being very sad and all this stuff and she's like i'm depressed because i have to start school and she has to start preschool or daycare and i'm like is that like everybody feels that way Mm -hmm. everybody even if you have a dog that you have to drop off at pet smart to get groomed for two hours everyone feels that way like oh my god am i gonna leave my fucking baby in here
0: so Yeah. yeah of course and like and i also think that chelsea i mean remember like I'm not saying this is, like, a compliment, whatever. It's just the truth. Like, Chelsea hasn't been in school in three years. Yeah. Like, she hasn't had to work. She had that tanning salon job for, like, a minute. Like, Mm -hmm. Chelsea has not had responsibilities. And, like, that is a lot when you have not had any responsibilities. I mean, having a child is a big responsibility. But, like, outside of the home responsibilities. Yeah, but they get
1: up when they get up. They eat lunch when they eat lunch. Exactly. exactly, There's nobody...
0: it's I get why she's feeling like a little overwhelmed about it all, and I did have empathy for her here. Where sure. I don't always have empathy for her,
1: I did too. Um, also, daycares are scary. So, like, especially when you have small kids, you have to leave yeah, them with of course. strangers, and you can do all the due diligence you want and can. But the truth is, at some point, you just have to like. Yeah,
0: Aubrey did trust. so
1: good. Yeah, <laughs>
0: when they took her, I was really happy for Aubrey. Like. Aubrey goes right to the teach, like the teacher puts her arms out to get Aubrey and Aubrey goes right into her arms and they go right into the classroom she's not
1: crying like she's a well socialized kid but like she's around yeah she's other around adults, other kids children she's got she's around her cousins she's around all those babies of those uh she's single all those mothers in their <laughs> 20s she's, yeah, she's as opposed
0: like- to like Isaac who I don't think is around or even Jay. well Jace goes to daycare and Isaac goes to daycare but like if Isaac wasn't in daycare, I'm not sure how many little kids he's around, you know, because Kale doesn't have friends friends. that have kids.
1: Yeah. They're all Kale's friends feel like it's so well, I will, we always talk about how she has all these friends and stuff, but it's so weird how Kale will just like get a friend who's like 20 and like going to her community college and they start hanging out and she's got like two kids. Yeah. And she just like incorporates them into her life because yeah. Kale's around her kids a lot too. But I, it's so weird, but all of Chelsea's friends are homegrown fucking friends. They all got fucking babies or about to have a baby and it's, yes. it, it matches very well. Yes.
0: Um, in the second episode, she they start daycare in school. Uh, Chelsea is, first of all, I was actually surprised they were filming at the daycare. I'm like, even if the daycare allows it, like they should not be filming
1: there. They they do. I was watching early episodes of Teen Mom. They were filming at Bentley's proposed daycare, like inside, taking a tour and shit. And I was like, so somebody could come steal Bentley? Like, that's crazy. Yeah, no, it's so crazy. My kids go to a charter school and they have their name on their shirts. And that's why nobody got first day of school pictures this year, because I was like, I don't even want to try to black that out. Like, I don't want you to know by colors. I just don't, like, I sent them to my mom and that's yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, I don't blame you.
0: Um, Yeah, no, that makes total sense. And imagine you, like, show to pick up, you show up at daycare to pick up your three-year-old and fucking MTV's
1: there. I would throw a fucking fit. <laughs> I would be like, excuse me? <laughs> you, no. I mean, oh, I, guess they no. Got,
0: I guess they got waivers from everyone, but
1: because uh, I don't, those kids weren't they
0: weren't, weren't people, blurred.
1: They weren't blurred.
0: And even if they were blurred, I'm, that's not enough. Of course, I forgot to make time for an ad break like I do every time I have a guest on. So we'll be right back.
1: It's not enough. It, it really isn't. You know, if you have kids in foster care, they're not supposed to be on social media. Right. Yeah. Um, it's a privacy thing. But people will post them anywhere and put like a big smiley face over their face and i understand that they're they're like we well, can't recognize who it is cuz i'm this is a fit you know it's your whole family's there and this kid is there too obviously but just their body being there just like details of them being on the internet is like a bad idea and so even though I'm nobody and nobody gives a fuck about my kids. If I showed up at my daycare to pick up my kid and they were like, can you sign this because we're filming for MTV? I'd be like, no, I cannot.
0: Yeah. It's like, um, Christina's daughter on OG, how the dad got the restraining order so that, uh, the daughter couldn't be there when MTV was filming. Next Cause they we're-, were blurring her. Yeah. They were blurring her like filming around her and he didn't like that. And he was right. Like she shouldn't be there at all. Like it's not blurring is not enough.
1: Well, he's like the, I I I think his like perspective is this: is that not only do I not want her publicly out there, I don't want her around the process of. Filming, like she's still there doing the filming and listening and and like having people direct her. I don't. Yeah, and working. She's working. She's (laughs) She's working. working. And she's not getting paid, right? Yeah. So, (laughs) exactly.
0: Um. Okay. So Chelsea goes to her school, and they do a little icebreaker called mingling, and Chelsea is just like standing there and going, "I don't know how to mingle." Like I'm
1: like speak in a grown up voice. Is that an icebreaker? I thought mingling was just a thing you did. Well, it
0: is, but like, I would say it's an icebreaker because it's like, mingling is like a more natural thing. Like, yes. oh, everybody mingle before class. But like, this is like, get up and talk to somebody. That's...
1: Yeah, when she said, we're going to like mingle and then she kind of explained it. I was like, these people don't know what mingling means. <laughs> well, no, I guess not.
0: <laughs> Chelsea, like that. finally the instructor goes up to her because Chelsea's just standing there like
1: frozen. Not, yeah, she doesn't do that. <laughs> She's not good stuff like that. Um, you know Chelsea has lived in the same about area yeah. all her in life. I bet Chelsea hasn't been new since kindergarten. No, I
0: absolutely. And now she has the weird element of being famous.
1: Yeah, yeah. But she did her braid was nice, she was cute. I, she I did. did. I was like, when she do that braid, did she do it this morning? okay cool (laughs) yeah yeah.
0: (laughs) um they find out that the uniform is all black and chelsea asks if they could wear leopard print scarf (laughs) um so after school she goes to pick up aubrey from her mom's and aubrey is or her mom is like so does adam know you're going back to school and she's like why would he know mom why would he know it's none of your none of his business and then she goes home and she's like well, now that my mom has mentioned <laughs> Adam, I have to call him.
1: <laughs> I was like, oh my God. <laughs> but, and Her mom's face was so like a mom's face because the thing is, you've probably been talking about Adam every well, day. MTV and t-
0: tells her to talk about Adam too. Producers but, are
1: like, ask about Adam. But like, I... It was one of those things where like your mom is like, got your favorite color blue thing. And you're like, that's not my favorite oh, color. Oh, no. I
0: <laughs> I honestly, I totally understand Chelsea and her mom's dynamic. Uh, like
1: you, the way that your mom can annoy you like nobody else in this yeah. world can. And she, and she like didn't do shit. She yeah. really thought she was getting you your favorite color and you changed your favorite color today in third period with your best friend. And now you're like this bitch. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> but
0: I laughed so hard when Chelsea was basically like, well what am I doing I have to call him now okay yeah. like and whose fault is that mom like, <laughs> and she's like I can't stop thinking about him I'm like when did you stop thinking about him never
1: <laughs> like the last episode he was skating in you baby what do you mean you you can't stop like he was there <laughs> like- she has an- another friend that she tells
0: about the possible pregnancy because she's soft launching it and her friend mm-hmm. goes well are you gonna keep it and Chelsea goes <laughs> obviously <laughs> like yeah i'm doing it on purpose yeah (laughs) okay but yeah chelsea's so lucky she didn't have this baby her life would be totally different do i think eventually she would have broken up with adam and found someone yes Mm -hmm. but like not cole because i think she would have been fucking around with adam then until aubrey was like six or seven
1: yeah instead Um, of
0: three or four you know what i mean like it having that baby would have tied her to him a lot longer
1: and having her next baby with Cole made the experience very different. Um, I always say oh. one kid's one, two is 20. And having two essential oh God, babies. She would have, she, she could not, she could not have with, done that. And Adam's not doing shit. Not like, I don't care shit. what you not say. He's not doing not shit. shit.
0: And so you're pr- pretty much on your own. Oh, you're so, you're so, so right. I don't, how would she have handled that?
1: her your friends are out to their babies Audler,
0: Audler, aubrey i mean she had enough trouble with like adjusting with aubrey and watson and aubrey was like six or seven at that time right and i'm not like saying that as a criticism it's hard like it's very hard and she had a loving husband like her daughter was old enough to like really understand what was going on imagine a three-year-old aubrey adjusting to a newborn being in the house
1: yeah i think it would be really 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 tough and i think and people I,
0: wouldn't like her because i don't think she would look good on tv doing she'd be this crying she'd be, all the time she'd be crying she'd be a bitch she'd be awful to aubrey she'd like
1: awful to her parents who are
0: like yeah, showing up trying to help her yeah like it would not have been good and she wouldn't have veered into the like i mean i even saw uh, like a reel that she posted the other day that was like me at 16 and pregnant and me now I had a happy ending and so can you like that like she that happy ending is her entire brand everything that she has now is because she met Cole I'm sorry I'm I'm not trying to credit her success to a man but it's fucking true it's the truth right well, like it, it's
1: not it doesn't have to be Cole it could be true it's, True. It's any a guy a guy a relationship
0: like one with Cole yeah it, and it so- just helps that Cole is attractive and an incredible husband and father like anybody with those qualities but Having that is crucial to miss popular Chelsea that we have now. And if she was running after Adam with two babies in the car, Aubrey screaming, and infinite screaming, Chelsea
1: screaming, shut the fuck up. Like, I, I don't think yeah, that people she's would on like the her phone with Randy. Yeah. She's going, they won't stop screaming. She's driving past Adam's house. We would have been calling her like a bad mother. And I say yeah. we because the fact is, is that when I was watching this episode, I don't, the first time, I don't know how I reacted. I probably said some really. Yeah, I don't remember. Things. I don't remember how I felt about Chelsea at this time. I don't I think don't I liked either. her,
0: but I don't. I think I like just thought she was
1: annoying. I thought she was dumb. Probably that sounds yeah. like me. And I don't know.
0: I mean, I still think she's dumb and annoying, but. Well, I can see how her life changed, and I do like compliment her for that. You know what I mean? I give credit where credits due. Well, like, keep she's in made mind, her life
1: change. That when your brand is that, you are locked into that. And so if something happens with Cole. Oh, are you kidding me? Like, there's no way. There's nothing she can do. Like, the truth is that Cole could be doing anything. And she has to lock into it. Yeah. Or, like,
0: I mean, here's the thing. I think that Chelsea still has a lot of issues that she never worked on. Because sure. I think she met Cole and she got all of her self-esteem through Cole. It's why after uh, Lane was born, especially she was so like, she wouldn't leave the house. Remember, like she was in such a bad way. Her postpartum anxiety was so bad. And then her anxiety was so bad. And she like was having those panic attacks. And I think a lot of that stuff is dormant. And I'm curious what Chelsea like, because also remember like when her kids are, you know, when the, the three little kids are like in middle school. She'll only be like 40, yeah. 41. Like she'll be young. Mm-hmm. And because she was a little older when she had the next kids. But like, I think the youngest was born when she was 30. She wasn't that old. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. so she'll still be pretty young. What's Chelsea's life going to look like when it's not a hundred percent revolved around the kids? And, and she's going to have more kids. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if she had more kids. You're right. At but like, more. I'm just saying like, Will what will Chelsea's life be like when she's older but still pretty young and bored?
1: Yeah. I'm not sure. And but she's gotta be this because this is what this is the fairy tale that every you know that everyone says she got, and including her. So I'm saying that like they forced it I mean she's saying it too. Yeah. So yeah, uh yeah, I, I don't I don't really know. I I, I think that. Chelsea is an incredibly fortunate person in a lot of ways. Mm -hmm. And that things worked out for her the way they did because a lot of girls got pregnant on purpose in high school and it didn't work out so well.
0: Very, very true. All right, let's talk about Janelle, who um she is dating a guy named Gary. Gary Head is here. Gary Head is in the middle. Did your body react? When he caught my body reacted as soon as it's. A his jump scare. Face- <laughs> oh my God. That little that little face and those big ears.
1: Little turtle. I, I can't take. I was like, Gary. That little head.
0: His head is so little. It's funny that his last name is Head because his head is very <laughs> little.
1: And like obviously I know about Gary more than what I what you see on the show. And I'm sure there are people that are listening to this that are like, yeah, Gary, he was whatever, but no <laughs> There's- no so seeing his face i was like oh my god gary
0: yeah um she's in school to be a medical assistant she's living with her friend allison and barb she tells us at least four times that barb loves
1: gary <laughs> well she does that th- when barb thought about what when <sighs>
0: Barb knows, so- Jan- I say, Barb knows that Janelle, I was going to say, but Barb knows that Janelle is always going to have a boyfriend no matter what, right? Like, yeah. Barb knows that, and Gary Head is the best case scenario.
1: Well, as far as we know, Barb always had a boyfriend. Yeah, that's true. Like, she might actually, she she might actually be like, yeah, it's good for you to have a boyfriend, so you won't have to be alone. The, old, the be- old
0: Dr. Drew, it's good that Janelle has someone to control her. <laughs>
1: Yeah. So, you know, someone can control you. A lot of people do
0: think, yeah, I mean, okay. And I don't necessarily blame Barb for thinking that way. I can see how you could think that way about your out of control child.
1: Well, she's transferring the she's like, oh, he can take care of Exactly, that. <laughs> exactly, exactly. I don't have to do it. He can do what?
0: it. He has a stable job. He's is nice. He
1: has He's in the military. There are yeah. certain set of people that are like, that is like that's a really stable cool. job that think I mean, that's a really stable job.
0: It's I mean, especially like I mean, without MTV money, like Barb is lower middle class. Like a yeah. military guy would be ideal
1: Best for her kids. Scenario. Um, he he actually dresses like he's not homeless. Let's talk about that. Like Kiefer was actually homeless. is homeless. Josh was nice, but weird, right? Like weird. Andrew and she- was an absolute addict. Like I've never seen Andrew on <sighs> TV where he did not look Zooted out of his fucking mind. Exactly, Gary's so normal. He's so normal. He comes Just from a normal family. You. Yes, ma'am. No, ma'am. Yes,
0: he comes from a normal and family. You're right. He dresses very normally. He presents very normally. Like I but right. I know that that like yeah. Of but, course, of course. And I'm, I'm not others.
1: saying that Barb some like got a hood in her closet or whatever. I'm not saying that, but I am saying that when she pictured what would be best for Janelle, it was never Kiefer. It's no. somebody that looks like Gary, and it, yes. so she's like, oh. Wow. Okay. She's doing better. Yes. Yes. uh, Absolutely. Uh
0: Janelle really likes him. Uh, but we find out. So we find out that Kiefer's out of jail in this episode. And we find out from Tori. And this is gonna come into play because when we get to the second episode. Um, so Tori's like, Did you hear Kiefer's out of jail? And she Janelle's like, No, and she's like, Well, he is, he is. And I'm like, Okay. And then a little later in the episode. Uh Janelle's in the friend, in the car with her friend and Gary, call, Gary's like, I need to talk to you right away. And so she calls and he's like, Kiefer texted me. <laughs> and Janelle's like, what? Like, how did he get your number? And he's like, I don't know. They went back and forth a little bit and Kiefer, or Gary was like, how'd you get my number? And Kiefer wouldn't tell. And Janelle's like, well, you know, I want to be with you. And here's how I knew that Janelle was already like, really thinking that she wanted to talk to Kiefer because she hung up the phone and turned to her friend and was like, "Eh." if that had been me, I would have hung up the phone and been like, what the fuck? What? What? I would have asked what number it came
1: from so I could block it. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> well, she did like... say,
0: like, you should change your number. I'm so glad yeah. he has didn't get mine. But something about her hanging up the phone and not immediately turning to her friend, like, extremely animated, like,
1: hyped up. Like,
0: she was so calm about well, it in a way that I found very weird.
1: I took that to believe that this is a reenactment.
0: Like, she uh... already knew that. And, like, they were like. <laughs> yeah, that's probably more true. Because how do you not turn to your friend and be like,
1: yo, what the fuck? she was just too calm also on the phone she's like yeah. what he got your number okay like, you're 100% right that's exactly what happened <laughs> I know she has a flat affect regardless but it's just like even when Tori she gets was telling her he got out
0: yeah yeah but I I do think Tori is the one that told her that he I got do out. too
1: but I don't think she told her there because he, she's just like yeah what he's out yeah like I and and then when he's like how when Gary asks Keefer how he got his number he's like Yo, man, I just got or I was in jail. I just got out. I got out at one. My people's picked me up. Yeah. I'm like, this was your priority.
0: I <laughs> the exchange was so funny. He's like just giving Gary his like the rundown. He's like, well, then I'm going to I'm going to my friend Shannon's house. And
1: yeah. <laughs> they, you know, she's cooking. So <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this is not your friend, Kiefer. This you're actually asking for this man's, man's girlfriend's, girlfriend's number.
0: So you, you never used met. To fuck.
1: Never yeah, ever never met, never him. met him. You guys were the Romeo and Juliet of your time, and you're like, "Yo, give me your number, no bullshit. Just give it to me." Like Kiefer, <laughs> and the person that gave him Gary's number. Why didn't they give him Janelle's number? So,
0: here's my theory. Because in the next episode, Tori decides to tell Janelle that the night before Janelle and Gary, or even this same night, the timeline's a little confusing. So I guess at 1 o'clock in the morning, Gary and Janelle decided there would be a couple. But at 9 p.m. prior, <laughs> uh, Tori and Gary fucked. And that was four months before. And, and they met Tori, the exact same time. Is that right? I believe. I think they met him together. Yeah. Yes. I think they okay. all met together, like, at a party or whatever.
1: So he fucked Tori. Uh-huh. And then- Then when he was done with that, he wandered around the party, met Janelle and was like, you want to be a girlfriend?
0: So I think they had already known each other because he was like, I thought we were just friends. Like, I think this was like a, maybe a second or third time they were hanging out type of situation. Here's what I think happened. I think Tori wants to be with Gary. Head. Tori wants to be with Gary. So what's she doing? She's planning the Kiefer. She (laughs) is first. She's letting Janelle know Kiefer's out of jail. Then, of course, the person that got, had Gary Head's number was, and that Kiefer had their number was Tori. It's the most uh, obvious person.
1: but so well, here's the other thing. Tori's known this for four months. You think Tori thought she could just, like, slide
0: over? And maybe it, Tori it, broke up with whatever boyfriend she was with and got bored and decided she wanted to be
1: with Gary now. Here's the other thing. Didn't we Just last ep- couple episodes, we found out that Janelle fucked Tori's Boyfriend and might got pregnant by right. him or so this is not a bad theory okay yeah no they, no this is what janelle and tori do yeah <laughs> like, and then this isn't is... this the time she's working for
0: that dude that they're like yes duffy is in the picture yes 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 absolutely so, so i like i think that tori decided she wanted to be with gary and Kiefer reached out and was like i want gary's number or i want to talk to janelle and tori didn't want to be so obvious right so like Uh she won't give kiefer janelle's number but she'll give kiefer gary head's number um and then tori like just decides to tell janelle (laughs) that they fucked like four months later tori's such a bitch for that that's a Bitch, move you take that if you're not telling right away you're taking off to the grave
1: that's what i said you either like the next day when you're like oh me and gary bubble you're like oh just so you know me and gary hooked up
0: yeah or, like you find out they're together and you're like oh my god i need to tell you something
1: yeah and or you never talk about it again I, which is what gary thought they i gary thought that was the agreement <laughs> and me too because i'm like once we're hanging out we're boyfriend and girlfriend and stuff and tories come over i'm like as far as I know, I don't know that bitch. So literally, like <laughs> Gary is like, "Yo, what the fuck?" <laughs>
0: like, then he Gary, her that too. Yeah, Gary's like, "I thought we understood, like that we were not telling Janelle this." Janelle obviously freaks the fuck out. Gary is like, "But I'm with you. I want to be with you." And Janelle is right. Like she has a point. She's like, "Yeah, but you've been lying to me for four months."
1: I didn't know, but you guys are like having threesomes, guy. Yeah, no, these, they're like, mess. They're a mess. Like. I mean, if he had told you that night, like, just so you know, I just had sex with Tori, I don't know that she would have said no. And Janelle actually says that. Yes, and
0: that's why I'm saying, like, I get what Janelle is saying here because she probably would have been fine if she knew that in the moment. But, like, getting blindsided four months later,
1: she feels stupid. I think so, too. I I, I mean, that's how I feel because we've been hanging out with Tori and y'all been giving each other meaningful looks behind my fucking back. And that's betrayal, so. Well, because she knows she can't trust Tori. She's never been able to trust
0: Tori. Her <laughs> no. and Tori don't trust each other. This is what, to they're this day, friends. to this day, their friendship is like this. Um, And she knows that she can't leave Tori around her boyfriends. And uh, Tori can't leave Janelle around her boyfriends. <laughs> like They're yeah. both like this. And so, yeah, I think that Tori was the one that was like percolating behind the scenes. And then when Kiefer didn't do it, she was like, all right, fuck it. Now let me yeah. let me drop this bomb because the Kiefer didn't thing didn't work. Yeah, I was trying to do this without outing myself as something. fuck Gary.
1: I mean, well, listen, a couple of weeks later she was going to have to out herself anyway because she planned on fucking Gary. Yeah, but <laughs> so, she would have dealt with that when she got there. <laughs> well, we're not saying Tori thinks ahead. <laughs> true.
0: So Janelle's obviously very upset. Um, Gary is coming over to talk and janelle is hysterically crying as janelle does um and she like doesn't want to talk to him she's basically saying the same stuff and they start to fight and gary she's like get out get out and she has this stuff and she's like throwing it around they're standing by the door and he like tries to open the door she like slams it she pushes him and she's like i'm gonna punch you in the fucking face (laughs) And is like (laughs) flipping, like throwing his shit at
1: him. Did they cut something out? Do you think they cut something out? Probably. Because it just felt like it flipped. Like she was like, you got to get out. And then suddenly she was trying to prevent him from leaving. Um, Actually, no, I think that's how Janelle fights. Really? Yeah. He's like actually saying, I'm trying to get my stuff. Like
0: you said. (laughs) I I think that Janelle is not in a rational place when she's fighting like this okay and i think she switches very quickly
1: all right because i
0: think as soon as it's not on her terms then she starts to flip out again
1: like she wants you to leave but she wants you to beg to stay while you're trying to leave exactly so when he doesn't do that she's
0: like fuck you i need to make this more dramatic at one point she like rips up a picture
1: Yes, (laughs) and he goes whoa
0: (laughs) So
1: you think they've never been in a fight like this before?
0: No, I think they've never been in a fight like this.
1: This is definitely the first one. Okay, and not so the he's last like... one
0: because eventually he strangles her with that blue comforter.
1: So this is what I want to understand. Do you think Gary's acting like this because everyone's around? He's one of those people that's like, or were they high? Like, what? What do you think is the difference between? Him strangling her and like basically beating the fuck out of her, right? Yeah. So I mean, according to Janelle, um, and this where he's just mostly like, "What?" I because I, I think <laughs>
0: this is the first time, and he's like genuinely confused by what's uh. going on, and like isn't processing it really. You know what I like? I think he's just like, "Whoa!" But I think as like he stays with Janelle and they're doing more drugs and they're drinking more and they're like getting out of control and things are getting out of control. Um, you know, the anger starts coming out on Gary's side too. He's like, even before the domestic violence arrest, I remember he used to like smash her phones. He like, I think broke at least two of her phones. who
1: break phones.
0: Bad news. Bad news. And like, so I think that Gary is surprised by this. So he's not amped up. Do you know what? Like, and I think he later gets amped up. Okay.
1: All right. Because he really just seemed very confused by what was happening. Like, why would you rip a picture?
0: (laughs) Yeah. yeah. No, he literally goes, whoa.
1: He's like, I'm trying to get my stuff. You said to go. Stop disrespecting my things. (laughs) Yeah. Like, I don't I don't mean to laugh because obviously if no, the it's not funny, switched, like, this is not funny, this is not how you treat people, Janelle this is abusive. Would like punch him in the face. Like, I'm
0: actually surprised she didn't punch him in the face.
1: Yeah. And if Janelle was trying to get her stuff and Gary was, like, barring her way and ripping her things, we'd be like, he's abusive. And... It's just funny because Gary's reaction
0: is very funny.
1: Yeah, because he, too, is very confused. And I'm like, you didn't watch, Team mom yeah. huh? <laughs> <laughs> You didn't see them uh Kiefer and janelle fighting with the drumsticks and the (laughs) you didn't see all that the change
0: jar and her just like (laughs) sprinting after the car yeah
1: yeah you didn't see all that okay all right cool (laughs) yeah i
0: i think that like i also think that gary's not mad at janelle here so he's like calm because he's like oh i think when gary gets mad is when he starts to flip
1: okay Okay. i mean
0: gary to this gary was always like i didn't actually do it i took the plea deal because my attorney advised me blah 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 which i don't know maybe that's true but here's the thing people will say that janelle ruined gary's military career she absolutely did not why was gary head smoking pot in an apartment with a ton of pot that ruined his military career the domestic violence isn't necessarily what got him kicked out of the the military the marine i think he was in the Marines he, you're, when you're in the Marines, you're not allowed to be in an apartment with an ounce of pot.
1: No, um, you're not allowed to do a lot of things that Gary was doing. Yeah. And so, he,
0: he obviously, first of all, look, I'm sure a lot of Marines do stuff like this. Yes! But if you were really <laughs> serious about, like, your career in the Marines, you wouldn't be hanging out with Janelle Evans to start with.
1: Well, yeah, and then- You wouldn't
0: be with a, dr- a, a known drug addict on television. I think Gary, like, just kind of joined the Marines because and he probably didn't really want to be in it so he was like starting to do riskier and riskier behavior you know like and then it blows up and it's like yes the domestic violence incident obviously negatively affected him but so did the drugs it was like the drugs were a big issue and he got a dishonorable discharge
1: well I remember arguing with somebody in the Facebook group and I used to still do that and they were like uh Gary wasn't doing drugs because he was in the military and I was like wow do i have news for you motherfucker because <laughs> he uh, like he like if he he could be smoking he could be smoking weed but he could uh, he could have been doing like oxy with with yeah. with, with
0: no problem yeah no, also I, here's the thing it, it doesn't really matter if he wasn't smoking weed like you're not allowed to be in the apartment with the weed yeah he didn't
1: have to consume it to be breaking a rule I'm surprised that Gary agreed to be on TV with Janelle, because I can see me being advised not to be on TV with Janelle. Yeah, by like somebody you know in charge of me.
0: Because he didn't want to be in the military.
1: Yeah, (laughs) I mean, military sucks. I think a lot of yeah, I think he just joined the military. It's it's fine, but uh, when when this all happens, a part of me was like. Oh, well, there goes Gary. And I was like, oh, no, no, no. I forgot. That's not, that's not the end of Gary. Yeah. <laughs> that's not the end of Gary. Yeah. Gary comes back
0: and then yeah. Keefe comes back. Can't wait for Keefer. All right. We have to talk about Leah because there is much to discuss. This episode is so surreal. I have not rewatched this episode since Leah came out about having faked the miscarriage and had an abortion. And as I've said, I do not care. I think getting an abortion was the smartest thing she ever did. I don't really care that she lied to Jeremy. I don't really care that she lied on TV. It's just weird to watch this.
1: I watched it not too long ago and I'd forgotten that she lied about it. And I remember sitting there going, Wow, she looks really fucked up about this miscarriage. <laughs> she is doing some good acting. Well, excuse me. She's not doing good acting. She is doing her best acting. There's a lot of lying. There's a lot of like when they're laying when they're laying in that bed. They're doing a recreation, but Jeremy thinks they're doing a recreation because that's what MTV wants. And she's doing a recreation because she, this didn't happen. Yes. Yes.
0: Um, like Jeremy comes home, she's in the bed, like crying. She's snuggling with her girls. I'm wondering if Kayla knew. I feel like Kayla must have known.
1: Somebody went with her.
0: Her mom. Because Dawn and her mom and her manager are the ones who talked her into doing it.
1: Well, I would try to talk her into doing it too. The truth yeah. is, is that how long has she known Jeremy at this point? Less than six months. Less than six months. This is exactly what you did with Corey, and that didn't work out. And the whole time you were doing that, you would like gaslight all of us around, and be like, "No, this is true love." Blah blah blah. Here's where Leah
0: fucked up: was telling Jeremy and putting it on camera she could yes yeah, so she, she had to do all of this if she never told mtv that she was pregnant she wouldn't have to do all this true that's absolutely true they had to do something she had to do something mtv was told that she was pregnant she they filmed all about it
1: pregnancy tests on camera yeah that's true too and i also think that I mean, here I am, just getting on podcasts all the time, telling people to fucking lie and keep lying. This is a lie that once you tell, you have to keep telling it. Like, why?
0: I yeah, I don't understand why she. Can't you know, I would never because take it to the grave. I mean, she did ter- tell Jeremy a while ago, but like, fine, tell Jeremy. A why though? Why? I, I mean, the I difference? agree. What
1: is the difference? Well, and the truth is, you've been with Jeremy at, the, at that time. You know that, like, if you have had that bait, I think Leah thinks abortion's wrong. Okay. That's what I think is going on, and I had a similar with a friend that did this, the same thing, and and I would have lied about it, and she just, she'd been cheating, and she decided to like tell the truth, and she the reason she did that is because she thought she thinks that once she had that abortion, she had crossed the line, whereas I thought you can't have a baby of somebody, not your husband and try to pass it off. So (laughs) we only got one choice here, babe. So like, so I mean, people do that, but I just think, I feel like the lesser of two evils, not that I I don't think abortion is evil, guys. You guys know that. I think abortion, I'm actually not pro-abortion either. I think abortion is a medical thing. I'm not pro tonsillectomies. I think everybody should have access to tonsillectomies too. So I But I'm saying that so that I don't want anybody to think accidentally that I said that abortion are evil, but the lesser of two evils is to have the abortion rather than have a baby and try to pass it off as your husband for 20 years. I think so. For sure. Especially in the age of 23 and me, you can't do that shit anymore well yeah and also your husband is a dark-skinned latino and the guy you cheated with was very blonde and i don't think it was gonna work (laughs) out for you so but so i think that's what happened leah feels bad because she because she believes abortion's wrong and she like feels bad about that abortion which is why she finally told jeremy i
0: mean i think that's probably right or even if she doesn't think abortion is wrong as in like like because i think leah's pro-choice like she's Pretty vocal about stuff like that, or decently vocal. She's one of the that
1: says I'm pro choice, but not for me. That's exactly
0: it. Um, and yeah, she probably felt bad. You're right. Uh, but she should have never told anybody. And no. watching this, it's like I feel for her because obviously she's sad that she got an abortion, right? Like she's sad about it. That's she wanted want that she wanted that baby and so she's grieving it and you're allowed to grieve an abortion the same way that you grieve a miscarriage actually just today the new york times put out an article about that and there was a lot of in my opinion like a lot of purposeful misreading of it but that's a whole different conversation that we can't get into at this exact moment but i think that leah was like genuinely grieving it the way that she would have been grieving it if she had a miscarriage because i think she kind of felt like she didn't really have a choice you know like she got pressured into it it seemed like the only option at the time now it's after the fact but it's wild to watch this like at one point Jeremy goes so have you <laughs> Jeremy's like so have you gone back to the doctor and Leah goes no well you know I just went to like urgent care and like I didn't see my regular doctor no I don't think I'm going to and I'm like oh my god
1: yeah like and you know productive productions like telling him what to, to ask because i yeah. don't think that jeremy asks a question like that i don't think jeremy asked any questions about your undercarriage with no, no. him and even her explaining like she's lying about how she started bleeding and had to go mm-hmm. to the hospital even her explaining that i don't think that conversation would have happened outside like if this hadn't been filmed i don't think she would ever have to tell jeremy any of those details and lie about it
0: yeah that's probably true
1: and he does look so much like lance Bass still. it's like, crazy it's, it's really weird. ridiculous like he could steal Lance Bass's identity like he could probably open Lance Bass's phone with his face like <laughs> it's weird Um, I will say do you think you read her book or at least someone read the book and told yeah, you, I about it? Her book. Yes, okay, you I read her book yeah okay you read it. it myself so she had this abortion to get back with Corey or because she just didn't want to have a baby with Jeremy um she
0: felt pressured into it by her mom and her manager and she was just like unsure of what was going on and i i don't remember if she specifically said like i wanted to be back with Corey, uh but that's what it they seem to do on the show i mean <laughs> that's what's being presented on the show because Kale is like well do you think you're like gonna try and get pregnant again and Leah says multiple times throughout this episode that she thinks this miscarriage was actually a test to show her that she shouldn't be with Jeremy, and that they need to slow things down. So, if we know that she had an abortion, I think what she's saying is, I had this because I don't want to have Jeremy's baby.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, notoriously, having children people you don't know usually doesn't work out very well. Yeah, and it doesn't end up working out very well for Yeah, even when they get, even when they get pregnant with Addy
0: yeah that's what I'm saying it just it it does not work out for them
1: um what this has always been my favorite part of Leah's story um I know other people like it when she's like nodding out and shit my favorite part is her trying to get back with Corey while Jeremy's baby is still draining from her and she's like literally Princess, (laughs) I'm sorry.
0: Sorry. I'm just saying.
1: I it just feels like it's very
0: it's very Janelle abortion leftovers. Right. It it just felt
1: like I was just like, wait. So you just were like, well, gonna go over here and talk. And Corey is saying that he broke up with his girlfriend, but he didn't even know she had a miscarriage, quote unquote. So like, yeah.
0: It no. It's so funny the way that she handles everything in these episodes because at one point her and Corey are talking and she's like, well, you know, if you just like, can't commit to me, I'm going to move on. And Corey goes, you're engaged. <laughs> that's
1: my favorite. That's why I love it. Like, she's like, you need to make a decision and you're engaged, Leah. I'm <laughs> laughing so hard
0: at that. And she was like, Ugh. yeah, she's like, like oh, of course you will say that. That's besides <laughs> the point. Like, yeah. And it's so funny how she keeps, um, leah's truly the queen victim right yeah. like she is the victim in the divorce with Corey, even though she repeatedly cheated on him but and, and file for divorce and file for divorce but in leah's world they both did bad and Corey was the one who initiated the divorce that's well, how Corey she always did get that truck yeah she <laughs> did get that truck um but leah is basically being like we're in this position because you won't commit and you're going back and forth. Like truly no acknowledgement that she just, that she's engaged and was just pregnant with another man's baby. That she lives
1: with Jeremy. She lives with him, yeah. Like you're going home to your fiance and you're saying, I can't make a decision? I think part of it, besides the fact that she's like the ultimate victim
0: who takes no responsibility, I genuinely think part of it is that Jeremy's only there like once every two weeks. Yeah. So I think she doesn't really uh, feel like she's in a relationship that's with such
1: a good. That's such a good schedule. Like you get to live alone. Oh, that's alone your like, like ideal life. Checks. Like my <laughs> husband's going back to nights and because they need him. And also his body clock is one that he doesn't get started with life until 1 a.m. So I, it's good for him too. But I was like, it's, it's going to cause more work for me, but I was like, no, it's two paychecks, empty would bin. would be so good with, like, a long haul trucker. This is why I used to date only military guys. I used to, I would be, everyone would be else said, good like, military <laughs> I would be so fucking good at it. Anybody <laughs> else's deployment, you see all these people, like, crying. I'm just waving with a big ass smile. Like stay going even longer. See you when I see you I didn't have any kids, so I was like, this is just a vacation. So (laughs) yeah, you
0: would be so good with a pipe and oh my god, a pipeliner who's making so much fucking money and only coming home once every week. And when he
1: can't and like also, I understand what it's like to leave the house and then come back and it's filthy. So I would just be like, What day are you coming home? Make sure it's clean, cook a spaghetti, comes up with a
0: fifty thousand dollar check for two weeks of work.
1: he's gone two days later you're back to doing your own shit you're
0: like yeah but you're it's because you're independent and you get shit done and leah sure. is not I'd leah's opposite opposite i
1: didn't <laughs> even have phone sex for this i i love this thing i'd love it to de- she doesn't have to work she doesn't even have to work she really just has two days a month she just gotta figure it out two days a month. but i i do think
0: that's like a big part of why she's feeling this way because i think she doesn't really and i this is first of all hearing her already at this point be like, well, it's your job. You're away. I'm like, so don't be with him." like, like he's not like, going to change his job. Isn't his dad one too? Yes. His dad is one. So this is just life. And also like, I, like I would imagine that Jeremy's family was probably like nicely, solidly middle-class like his dad wasn't around a lot, but they had a nice house and nice cars and like, were really yeah. stable and a, in an area with a lot of poverty and I think he yeah. like genuinely can't understand why Leah has a problem with it.
1: I, but also I think that she, her personality type is just not this. Like, she, no, her personality type is Jalen. Yeah. Like, Corey, guy that's would,
0: obsessed with
1: her. Corey was literally just at work, like one town over where she was fucking Robbie. Yeah. Corey, exactly. Corey wasn't
0: her personality type either. Like, I, I honestly think her and Jalen may be in it for the long run because that corny ass shit is what she likes. She's Vicki Gumbelson. She needs her love tank filled. And well, Bro- I mean, hopefully Jalen is not like Brooks. Hopefully. Um, this is but when talking. Brooks comes up with a cancer diagnosis, <laughs> everybody, or when Jalen comes up with a cancer diagnosis, everybody be suspicious. Of course we will. It's this all about am saying. You but know, that's Mike.
1: How- uh, from Shaw's uh-huh. he just had his like uh-huh. obviously Mike beats up women all the time but apparently he's, just, he's finally getting arrested for the shit and remember he's going out with that he's he's engaged to that woman who has those kids mm-hmm. and how he just showed up and he they were supposed to be in the life and stuff and I was showing a very offline friend about it who watched Shaw's I was showing a picture and she's like well he's so good with her kids and I was like listen a single mother is the most vulnerable <laughs> Like he shouldn't be holding her kids like this. And that's how I think of Leah and Jalen. So like, it feels like, I know, I know it's weird for us to be suspicious, right? Not weird. It's, it's cynical of us to be suspicious, but someone that shows up and says exactly what you want to hear and you have these kids and you're famous and you make a lot of money for where you live is automatically fucking suspicious. Yeah.
0: And he's like, I'm. That's what I'm saying. He's Brooks. Like Vicky was so depressed, so lonely. Don never said a nice word to her in their entire marriage. Like,
1: that's not true. We saw it on the screen. But Don he just like wasn't like that.
0: He wasn't like that. He was like Corey. Honestly, Don was really Corey. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And and he, he would like deflect, but with, with with like some corny joke. When yeah. She was like, and he just, just was wasn't. Loved.
0: He wasn't a words of affirmation guy. He was really inward with his emotions. Like. And then Brooks shows up and is giving her a fucking card every day being like, you are the best thing that's ever happened without you. I will kill myself. Like just everything that she wants to hear. And that's what Jalen's doing for Leah. And that's why like even hearing her like go back and forth on this Corey shit. I'm like, oh my God, give it up. You don't want to be with Corey either.
1: No, no, no. You don't
0: like Corey. That's the thing. Leah,
1: you don't like Corey and you've never liked Corey. That's true. He was a rebound from Robbie. Corey was the rebound. You just got pregnant. Yeah. And you, like, have this fantasy
0: of wanting to be a family. But you don't well, like Corey. She do- they, they don't like each other. Like, even in the last episode or whatever episode, when she was saying to Jeremy, like, it's so nice that you're, like, building this with me because Corey never built things with me. He didn't want to go Christmas shopping with me. Like... Corey doesn't want to do any of the things that you want to do Leah but Leah has convinced herself that there are only two men in the world and their names are Corey and Jeremy well well and Robbie who's I'm sure I'm sure in between drop off and Jeremy coming home she's swinging by Robbie
1: that might have been Robbie's baby you don't know I mean what if
0: it was Robbie Corey or Jeremy's baby it it could have been anybody's baby what I also think that probably came into play in the i think so too but but
1: she doesn't admit about well she won't admit
0: well i I, like even even if um she's being honest about the abortion i don't think she would say i didn't know whose baby it
1: was no because i think that's a that's a bridge too far for her
0: yeah well it's like i mean society tells us that is like a serious personal failing even though it's like totally reasonable for that to happen to a young person who is not like, well, I guess she was in a committed relationship, but like, it's actually not that unreasonable to not know who the father of your child is. Like, that's not crazy if you have sex, if you're sexually active and you're not in a serious committed relationship, that's not a crazy thing, but we act like it's the most horrific thing
1: a woman can do. Well, when you, when we talk about abortion and like, uh, uh, the abortion bans and things like that, you you get to understand that people have no idea how people get pregnant. They have, they yeah. think that to get pregnant, you have to have sex on a certain day. And if you do not know who the father is, that you must've had sex with like seven people that day. yeah, Back to back to back. Like that's not, it's not, it doesn't have to be like that. It could literally be like you had a date and then two weeks later, you had another date and people fuck on the first date. So I don't have to say like, it, it's possible. It's reasonable even. Yeah.
0: Um, I mean, especially when you're a 21 year old, who's like partying, living a life. If you fuck three guys in one month, that's like not that many people.
1: Well, you and I are very progressive in this. And there are still people that think I know like, like if you lived a life where you could have gotten pregnant and didn't have like, I'm not quite sure who it was good for you. I love it that you just stayed in the library and ate saltine crackers or whatever the fuck you did. But some of us was out here living. Some
0: of us <laughs> fucked. Some of us used to fuck when we were it's young. So, it's and so, it's only by yeah. the grace of God I was ever in that position, you know, because I was even worse than Leah. And that if that happened to me, it's very possible I'd have been like, I don't even remember that guy's face. <laughs> not let alone not know his
1: name. You're like in a supermarket. 17 years later with your 17 year old and walk past somebody looks exactly like your kid and you're like wait is that the guy
0: exactly so like liana it possibly being one of the threes to me that is like so whatever like that is so like the least important thing um but people look at that as like truly the greatest moral thing. i love
1: Leah being like mama mia i love that oh my god she
0: As Liz Lemon Lemon would
1: say, it's a Mamma Mia. Yeah, exactly. Um, Stay calm, stay calm, stay calm. (laughs) I was watching this. I've been watching this season on and off for a while. So I think it's either next episode or this episode after that. Uh, Jeremy and Corey have like a custody mediation meeting about Leah where (laughs) they decide what, whether, who Leah should be. And Jeremy says things like, Listen, if you're going to get back together with Leah and not take care of her, I'm going to be mad. And like, I'm like, well,
0: because, okay, so basically in this episode, Corey's like, we're both too immature. We're doing this back and forth thing. Yeah. Um, Corey says like, you know what? I don't want to get back together. And then you change your mind. I did write this down. There's uh, a scene of a Leah holding the Yorkie up like a cat, like with its like <laughs> holding it by the chest and its arms and legs. Are like,
1: yeah. I'm like, they, Stop letting are your cute. toddler hold your dog. Like I exactly. I would have been like, put put the dog down. Put the dog down. <laughs> yeah. Um but both very cute. Yes. Like them,
0: so. Uh so like Corey and Leah are talking about this. And at one point, Jeremy, Leah decides that she needs to tell Jeremy. And she's like sit down we need to have a talk and then he's like okay about what and she goes
1: I don't know and
0: he's (laughs) like what (laughs) and so finally she's like well do you remember that thing that happened two months ago (laughs) how she says it do you remember that thing that happens two months ago and Jeremy's like you mean when like Corey was messing with your head and she goes yeah and he's like, is it happening again? She goes, yeah. And he like gets upset. And she goes, well, what? You didn't want me to tell you? You wanted me to lie about it? <laughs> Like, no, she's like making it seem like Jeremy is the bad guy for putting her in this position. So it's really not surprising to me that Jeremy and Corey would like have this meeting of the minds over this because Leah truly is like, this is both of your faults and I don't
1: have anything to do with this. I know. Like, she's like, you didn't want me to tell you? I'm like, like, no, Leah, I live here. I do want you to tell me if you're planning on going back with your ex-husband.
0: Leah goes, I <laughs> just thought it was fair to tell you. And Jeremy's like, What? yeah it's not fair to do it though it's it's so funny i really don't like jeremy but no, i either. am so on his side in these and they really just make me laugh because he will be like wait what And like not even a, mad at leah and leo leah be like well what you wanted me to lie about it What
1: well, this happens all the time i um i wondered okay so when she meets uh cory right uh, to do the drop off, and that's where he's like, "You having a good pregnancy?" She's like, "Well, not pregnant." <laughs> and that, and they're talking in front of the cab of the car. All I could think about is how you say that all of Leah's life event- events happen in a parking lot. <laughs> they in a all do. And but remember, he cheated on Miranda in a parking pick- lot. At, I it's at the pickup. Where were the girls? Is I think probably another car.
0: Maybe but sleeping just sitting there maybe they're sleeping maybe they transferred them asleep
1: because they're at or the they front- got the tablet going I guess but they get because they walked to the front of the car and I think it's to be like to get some privacy from the girls and I was like is that what you did when you guys were fucking in the, like
0: I my bet would be that they were in Leah's car with the tablets and they like went in Corey's truck
1: mm-hmm.
0: how it even got there I don't know I don't know but the, everything happens in a parking lot in Leah's life. Who everything, up everything. To a kid transfer, horny. Leah, shows... Leah and Corey? I guess because they get they start having these conversations where Leah's like, "Are you sure you want to move on?" And Corey goes, "Well, I'm married." And she goes, "But that doesn't really mean anything because in their world, <laughs> apparently, it doesn't mean anything." I mean, not to Leah. She's probably, like, <laughs> I'm married too. <laughs> so what? Yeah, we're all married. Like (laughs) Corey, Corey. grow up. We're all married, okay?
1: (laughs) You need to make a decision, Corey, because ever since you got married, you've been acting funny. (laughs) Thanks. So she's like, but you know, all this comes from growing up unstable, thinking, like, projecting this beautiful picture of what a family looks like. For sure. And thinking that you could make that with Corey, a man you do not like, a man you actually have... You don't even know Corey. She really doesn't know Corey. Not at all, because they got pregnant like on their second fucking date. Then they broke up while she was pregnant. <laughs> and then they got back together and then they immediately got fucking married. And then they broke up immediately after that. Yeah. Also, they-
0: by the way, I love how this whole time she's like, Jeremy don't you think that this is like a sign we need to slow down? Like, you don't really want a baby, right? Like, She's like trying to trick Jeremy into saying like he doesn't want to be with her. Yeah. She also tells Kayla she doesn't want to be with Jeremy. Like, she, at this point, hates Jeremy. But I
1: think she's just like, well, he only comes home once every two weeks. Like, why break up with him? I think he's, a, I think Jeremy's also a very boring person. I don't very know what boring. they talk about. I don't know like what they do. I bet that the first
0: boyfriend leah had that she really talked to was that jason guy
1: oh yeah because he was always giving her inspirational cult
0: yeah uh, yeah and he just he was i mean like he was fucking weird but he was also like mature and had a normal life and like had a job and i think was like a nice normal person for the most part um and he wasn't
1: like i mean jeremy and corey are two sides of the same coin they are They very much are, which is why they get along. That's why Jeremy can call up Cora and go, you gonna let your kids go to Mexico? (laughs) Like, that's why. I was talking to my dad and he said, don't let those kids go to Mexico. (laughs) I think, which always stresses me out when- when things happen, like Jeremy shows up to the reunion and is talking shit about Corey, I'm like, you've been in exact same position with Leah. You know, exact like you were yeah. married to her when she was like high off her ass all the time and lying about it. Like I'm not over. One. I'm
0: not over Jeremy doing that and having the nerve to criticize Corey on anything parenting related. I, I
1: just don't believe that. And i and he, just, hasn't fair- Al- he hasn't gone to
0: he hasn't gone to Ali's appointments. You have never, you have never seen a doctor in your life with your daughter. You fucking-
1: never. Yeah. Except for that time you guys were fucking and you took Addie to the hospitals because she was sick when she was oh, bouncing right. around the back. Remember that shit? <laughs> that just happened this couple of years ago. Yeah. But that was and, by to, accident that you went with her. That was my, you happened to be in the car. Yeah. <laughs> but, but to be fair, I understand that the majority of Corey's parenting is done by Miranda. I understand. Oh that. yeah, of course it is. Without Miranda. If the majority of his parenting will be done with his father because his father yeah. and his stepmother. And his, yes, yes, for sure. His parents, yes. Right. Absolutely. But that said, Corey is of the teen mom, of the teen dads, right? We only have a couple that have been there from day one, A1, that show up to all the visits that Mm show. Like, Leah's never said Corey didn't, well, I can't get any money from Corey. What she said is that he won't keep calling the insurance company to get the wheelchair.
0: Corey, from the day they broke up when those twins were born, he was taking them. Like, he- newborns he was taking the to girls. his dad's like, house but still he was he taking, was taking them. them I mean more than like Gary Shirley did for the first three years Absolutely. of his life like more than he, Devoin like they, like he shows up puts Devoin them in was car. like Who, who's that baby like
1: and then at six he's like you think Noah wants to come over <laughs> yeah and then everyone on Reddit's like he's Stella's daddy no he <laughs> isn't he's barely Nova's daddy and so <laughs> But yeah, he's I on those first on that first season, he's picking Leah up, taking her to this dad's house while they're broken up. Yeah. So that th- we can all visit with the kids and and see what she needs. And yeah. and so as much as like I got my problems with Corey, I have to say that Leah's complaints about Corey are often like depend on how she feels, not what he's doing. Yes, a hundred percent. And Corey is.
0: I mean, he's just like a traditionalist kind of guy. Like he has a culture in which men don't do shit and it's not really okay, but like he is a stable figure that is there for his girls and has been there for his girls since day one. And like, I know he might not be the one that's doing the hard work of parenting. I mean, I know he's not the one doing the hard work no. of parenting, but I also think like everybody in his world is like that. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think that is I think that's Miranda's expectations too yeah exactly and I think that's what she signed up for there I think so too and there's I mean and also like not for nothing there's a lot to be said about like when you are a father and not with your children's mother and you marry somebody that you marry someone that is like yeah I want to be a full-time active stepmom like I want to be hands-on I want to be there like there's something
1: to be said he didn't pick He didn't marry someone that was like, fuck no, we're not doing that. Well, you know, there's a a thousand people typing right now about that time that Allie said she told me I had to carry my own (laughs) back. But Allie, you should carry your own back. You should. And she also had a small, she had like an infant in her hands or something like that. Yeah. And the reason Allie was having a hard time is because once again, Miranda, I blame you. Corey, I blame you. Leah, I blame you. Even Jeremy, I blame you. She wasn't in her wheelchair. Yes, exactly. But do
0: you know what I'm saying? Like, Corey made sure to marry someone who like would fill that role for him.
1: Well, I think also, I think Miranda is somebody who definitely, so, so Leo wants someone around all the time. And I think Miranda's like, I am going to go get the Christmas tree by myself because that's what you do. And when he comes home and goes, that's pretty, that's enough. You know what I mean? Yeah, I totally agree that that's probably how her parents are. She just expects them to pay bills and she handles the rest. Yeah. yeah,
0: I think that's probably very true. Uh, And Leah, that's not what Leah wants, but at this point in time, I mean, I'm still not sure that she could articulate that, but she definitely
1: could not realize that. Leah has no agency in anything. Everything happens to her. It's so true. Everyone has to decide for her. And she just says they're like either being extremely depressed or high or confused and Which is why she gets roped into those MLMs and those cults because,
0: like, she probably, it's the first time in her life she, like, believes she can do something.
1: Well, she loves to be called independent and she loves to, you know.
0: Stand in her power. But I, like, genuinely think she, like, heard stand in your power and it was, like, revolutionary to her.
1: I know. Meanwhile, I'm like three years old being like, I have lots of opinions and you need to listen. <laughs> like, <laughs> like I'm busy. Yeah. I was like, I, I, I was tweeting about how I get annoyed when people try to help me, but they never ask me what I need help with. And I'm like, I don't understand though. I have all the opinions in the world. I promise if you said princess, what do you need help with? I could name six things. I have ideas. I've always have. And I feel like Leah is just, and I'm not saying I'm better than Leah. I'm just saying that Leah kind of just outside forces form what leah's gonna do what leah's gonna think what yeah 100 percent. and so it's that makes it hard because it really depends on who you're around um and you know what's
0: interesting i think her and her sister we don't really know her brother are kind of like a really good example of two kids that were raised in dysfunction kind of taking different ways because i don't think yeah. victoria is like that i think victoria is like, like i'm gonna do whatever the fuck i want to do
1: like i also I- think leah was the pretty sister I'd yeah. just be honest uh, because she was skinny and that she probably got a certain amount of attention and a, a certain amount of like, you know, she's a cheerleader, a certain amount of cultivation. I don't know that mama Dawn was, was trying to help Oreo with her first time having sex or yeah. whatever. I think also when there was probably
0: because Leah was older and she was like the protector She Mm. probably was just a lot more aware of how much she was being victimized to take on that role, where Victoria was probably shielded from more of it by Leah. Um, Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I didn't, in her book, she am I confusing her book with Jessica Simpsons? (laughs) (laughs) You probably are. I think think Leah talks about, no, but I do think Leah talks about being molested and there's an element of like protecting her sister and Jessica Simpson also writes something about that in the book. And they're both molested by women, I believe. Um, But I really think that came up in Leah's book as well. Um, But that's a real thing, right? Where the older sibling either is like super strong and independent or is like very aware of the roles in the family and the younger one kind of gets shielded from it more and so is able to develop like a more healthy sense of independence yeah
1: and is it how how much younger is Oreo than her not that much younger I think
0: within two years I think she's maybe two years
1: Yeah. I always say that, you know, my mom had when she was 20 and she was really dumb, but (laughs) by the time she was 30, she had like really figured out a lot of shit in life. She, she really formed who she is today, Mm -hmm. but I was already 10. Yeah. So like it, my, my nieces and nephews have no idea who I'm talking about when I'm talking Mm -hmm. about this early, my mom in early years. And I think even two years could be a difference of how, oreo is is treated or how oreo perceives things and then also what do we always say it doesn't like you can be full siblings but everyone has different parents you all have your own experience yes
0: yes um if anybody's interested in that dr gabor mate who's like a trauma specialist talks a lot about how each individual sibling has different parents and it's actually very interesting his he's because somebody will be like well no like you know we have the same he's like well no because you were a single child you were your only child for 3 years and that yeah. like it it's very interesting um but let's talk about kale before cuz i don't want to run out of steam because a lot happens in kale's two episodes that i want to talk do you, about
1: do you are you going to talk about kale i know you already talked about kale already be like people think she's pregnant um yeah. cuz chris said protect your belly i don't yes <sighs>
0: And there is a picture that I'm not going to post where she looks pregnant. Do I think Kale's pregnant? Mm. Like I said last week, I would never say Kale's not pregnant.
1: I think, I, I told you this before we start talking. I think what people who are in disbelief don't understand is that Kale is a rich woman. And that all the things you think are a problem for Kale with a bunch of kids are not the same. Kale has live and help she has two living help, right. The nanny and her, and her, and her son, she can pay for things. Uh, money makes problems go away. A lot of problems. And the only problem it doesn't make go away is the co-parenting aspect. But even that a lot of things she can just like swipe a card and fix. Yeah.
0: I mean, and I don't think that kale has the emotional maturity to understand, um, Like, I don't think she has the foresight to be
1: like, money doesn't fix these emotional issues. Yes. She doesn't know (laughs) that because she didn't have money growing up. And she really thinks that like, it's some of these unstable things that happened to her in her childhood. She really like, really, uh, attributes to like poverty and stuff, but Mm -hmm. it can, you can be in an unstable rich home too. And I yeah. just think that like Kale could have six more kids and probably, with the exception of like wrangling these baby daddies, she probably won't feel the squeeze of like these like yeah. impulsive decisions. Yeah, I totally agree
0: with that. And I also think that like, yeah, I, cause I, I think you're right. I think that Kale thinks as long as her kids have everything they want, yeah. then like, then nothing else matters
1: yeah I mean I, and, and, like which, I always... and in
0: 40 years when Lux makes her go to therapy with him <laughs> and she'll go okay you're right I shouldn't have done if that Lux
1: does if Lux speaks to you because a
0: lot of people don't do that yeah yeah that's true but I also think that um I think that most of the kids will be in her life. like I don't I, I don't know so too. I think I... that first of all I think boys are less likely to cut off family in general um no, because of the way I, that we socialize so? men yeah i i think so because i think men in general are more likely just
1: to put up with things oh so you're when you say cut off you mean like be like listen i'm setting a boundary yeah i think men often like kind of drift out yeah yeah their, dr- with their yeah partners.
0: i i meant like cut off unless they yeah. get a wife that's like hey bitch you better cut them off or right i think that's around. what the problem's gonna be yeah well yeah we'll see i so like i think kale could be pregnant but i also
1: just i'm not sure i don't hey, know it doesn't matter and i I'm not saying it doesn't matter. I'm I'm saying that like Kale's life changes very little if she is pregnant. I think yeah. Kale identifies as a mom with a capital M. Yes. And, well, that... and she loves the chaos with a capital C.
0: And for yeah. her, we're like, how could you want to throw one more baby father into the mix and the, the issues? And for her, she's like, oh, it's another dad I have to make a schedule with. Who cares?
1: And which is yeah.
0: crazy to think <laughs> hey, like the scheduling thing.
1: aspect of okay. what gets me like <laughs> i feel like i can co-parent with a lot of people because i am a reasonable person but i would be like i am not guys we have, all have to be on this google calendar because i can't yeah like, but she can also even drop off some pickups she between the millions of friends that always live with her the nannies the-, the nannies
0: like paid she driver can, she would probably get like yeah
1: she could literally just like hire someone to to go to the wah-wah and tell Javi I'm not gonna have sex with you she could yeah. absolutely do that yeah and so I think it's gonna be a while for I like I famous I always say like me and Kale have similar uh uh triggers and and traumas and all those sorts of things and so I see where she's going with this like she likes having people around her because it makes her feel like she hasn't been abandoned and yeah she she she, these kids like kids love you guys even if if you're wrong they fucking love you even if they're like being little little like so-and-sos they love you and I think and I think despite
0: it all Kale's kids are well behaved and happy and smart and I think maybe in their teens and adulthoods they'll when they start processing stuff it'll be more of an issue but I think as of right now the kids are all fine
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. And I don't think she's going to have much conflict with them until they start having significant others in their lives because um, it, it, Kale doesn't like new people, as we saw in
0: this. Yeah, Kale's episode. no new friends. <laughs> no new friends. <laughs> um, All right, so this episode Kale starts with Kale letting us know that things with Javi are good, but she got into a fight with Joe that turned physical. <laughs> The language that Kale uses around the fight is very funny because it's just very different from the way that Joe talks about it. But she lets us know that she's going to be filing a PFA. Uh, Basically, according to Kale, what happens is she showed up at the drop off and V was there and she flipped out. And she's like, you know, I don't know who started it. I don't know how (laughs) it happened, but it turned physical, which is interesting language.
1: I I assume she started it because if she hadn't, she would be very clear to tell us. A
0: hundred percent. And Joe very clearly remembers what happened, and so she started it. Joe's not using big language.
1: She so he says, correct me wrong. He says that she reached out and like hit him and knocked his hat off his head. Is that? Yeah, one? yeah. Like no, he says that she reached out and backhanded him. She backhanded him so hard that his hat fell off his
0: head. Yes, and so he like pushed her arm down, like and said, "Don't fucking hit me." And then she turned around and like hit him right in the face. She punched him, I think is what he said. This all sounds believable. I think. Yeah. Okay. This is what, so he said that she backhanded him, knocked off the hat. He pushed her hand down and then
1: she punched him in the face. I think that what, where I, where I start to get fuzzy on Joe's story is that Joe. Acts like when that happened, his next step was. To sing Yankee Doodle Dandy in the street. And yeah, he's I not know- saying Kale and I were screaming at each other. Yes, and yes. Joe, you're matching her energy. Joe, I think you always say this. I think we benefit Joe benefits from the fact that on camera, especially these two episodes, Joe is very much calm. We didn't get to see the altercation. We we don't get to, but Joe gets hyped. He really yeah, does. Yeah. And-, and you see it a lot in these earlier seasons in a way that is easy to forget. It's, it's like Joe, Joe and Joe is, when you go low, Joe goes lower. Joe has no problem saying something like your mother sold you to us. Like that's, yeah. She probably
0: was like, I, I, she was like, how dare you have V here? And he's probably like, you fucked every guy you've ever met in front of Isaac.
1: Yeah. Yeah. He he definitely said that. He
0: said something wild, but that doesn't like obviously justify anything, but I agree. He makes it sound like we were just chit-chatting. And out of nowhere, she hit me and like, but I just, the fact that Kale is like, I don't even remember who started it or like how it happened when when Joe gives a very clear explanation. That sounds very correct. Especially, I mean, it sounds very similar to when she hit Javi on camera, right? Like they were fighting and then she stormed at him and hit him. Um, yeah. And That's basically what Joe is saying happened. And that seems believable to me.
1: I, Kale throughout this is very much like, it's not okay for V to be there. And this is what we talk about hypocritical. Kale, Jordan, like we watched on camera, her get Joe to drive her to meet Jordan with the baby so she can go on a secret date. But you know what's so funny?
0: she's aware of this and the way that she talks about it is so funny she's like and look I know that Jordan and Hobby have been around Isaac but Joe he yeah he maybe said he didn't like it but when I asked him for a reason he had no reason and I have a reason which is that she drinks and smokes
1: as <laughs> and do you, Kale? that
0: she posts online like it's just so funny because she and that's like a funny thing about Kale and this is something that I've always it's always kind of made me laugh is that like she has always has a modicum of self awareness, but she'll like talk herself out of it.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she'll
0: be like, yeah, I, I know, I know that I have all my boyfriends around Isaac. I know, but here's the thing. Here's the
1: thing. <laughs> like we watch Javi take Isaac to daycare. Yeah, I think she'd be livid if V drove. Are you kidding me? But also the thing that I really bothers me about this early stuff with Kale and here comes princess noted men's rights advocate. Okay. (laughs) But but I listen, Joe has every right when he has with Isaac to spend his time the way he wants to spend his time. It does not matter because the thing is if Kale works eight to five and goes and picks up uh, uh, Isaac at 5.00 PM and he goes to bed at eight and she gets, so during those three hours, someone else is at the house with them. That doesn't, to me, mean Kale's not mothering him during that time. Yeah. You, like, it's not, I would never say that Kale's not, a lot. when Kale has Isaac, she has to be right there standing next to him the whole time. She can have a babysitter. She can have friends over. It's fine. Isaac is a baby. I'm sure Isaac's asleep by eight. Yeah. I think, and if she, and if, if Joe leaves at nine thirty to go out while his mom watches a sleeping baby, I don't have a problem with that. I expect it's Joe, not Kale's business. It's really it's not. It's none of her business. And I think that's hard for her to understand. I expect you to show up on time. Oh, it's not only hard for her to understand, she
0: does not understand it and refuses to understand it. She wants to she control think, what he's yeah, doing when he's with Isaac. And anything having to do with Isaac, she thinks is 100% her business. Not, But, but she doesn't feel that way about Joe and Isaac. Like, Joe doesn't have mutual... Because Kale's the mother with a capital M.
1: Well, she... I believe it's season three that the two of them have pretty kind of 50-50 custody. It's like weird, but but like half the week he's with her and half the week he's with Joe. And mm-hmm. she was like, I don't want to do that because what happens is Thursday night, he goes to you. I'm finally done with school and work on Friday and yeah. I don't get to see him. And they switched it. So he has less time because you wanted it. And then now you're saying that whenever he gets time, he's supposed to do exactly what you want him to do. The truth is she's jealous that he has a support system. And I understand why I can understand that all the time. Oh, she's so jealous. She's, she's so jealous.
0: jealous. I, as I said, in these episodes, like the whole, and almost every episode of last season, she mentions this. like, I just don't want Isaac to like you better than me. <laughs> Because of your family.
1: And that's not going to happen. You're his mother. It's like, you have to understand, you have a leg up on everybody. Because you're his fucking mother. And you really got to fuck it up, Amber style, to, to, like, to, to not be able to play into that. I think, I know Joe gets a lot of help. And I, but I'm not going to say he's a bad father because his family will watch his kid at a drop of a hat. Yeah, if Kyle think- had the same thing, I wouldn't call her a bad mother.
0: And I also think Joe does more of the, the actual parenting than Corey does.
1: Oh, buddy! When I was doing season one on the Patreon, I don't know if the editors like him or what. We see Joe in every fucking episode bathing Isaac. Corey can't bathe yeah. Isaac. Can't he brave his babies? He's putting he's going to check and see if he's asleep. He's giving him bottles. Yeah, he is very I mean,
0: and we see it up through the seasons. He's doing the homework with Isaac. Although he does have issues that apparently,
1: whenever Kale puts him and stuff, he just like won't bring Isaac. I think that's a passive-aggressive thing. Like, I think Joe's an asshole. Don't get me wrong.
0: Whatever it is, but we see him doing homework, he's at the school events. Like, I think he's involved in the day today a lot. Like, I think. V does that much of raising of Isaac, honestly. No, 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 no. She's just there. She's mm-hmm. there giggling.
1: But well, I saw. She's being a, a stepmom, with-
0: and she's a good stepmom. But I don't think like I think Isaac is Joe's responsibility when he's at that house.
1: Yes, I think so too. I think that like like V knows like if she's supposed to pick him up, that's what she does. But she's yeah, not like course. I'm going to decide what happens with Isaac today, like Ex- Joe does. Exactly. But I I watched a scene where Joe they were doing a transfer he hands the baby to kale and goes hey it's really cold outside make sure he puts on his jacket and everything like Corey yeah. is never gonna have that yeah. conversation with leah yeah he's a a pretty good
0: dad um i do think part of it is that like he did have a parents that like really yep. taught... i think his he mom modeling. really taught him how to do it really yeah. i mean his dad too and his brother i mean for fuck's sake, Junior was watching that baby all of the time. Like I, I would be watching think that it,
1: baby all the time if I was Junior. I'd be like, that is your baby. <laughs> I think
0: that they just, like, in general, I think maybe part of it is, like, the Latino family dynamics, right? Like, I think that they are just, like, very family oriented, And, yeah, and I bet they have, like, a ton of little cousins that they're around a lot. You know what I mean? Like, I bet babies are in their home a lot because they're very close with their cousins and their extended family,
1: I um, think Janet doesn't mind yelling at Joe, too. Like, yes. Joseph, put the baby. Yeah, no, <laughs>
0: Jonathan. His name is Jonathan. Oh, Jonathan. Jonathan. Okay. Jonathan
1: yeah. Go get the, you got to get the baby. He can't be crying. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> oh, we, we know that for a fact. So um, I think she doesn't mind like uh, parenting Jonathan in that way. Yes. That like, he knows, like, I got to get up and get this fucking baby because my mom's going to lose her fucking mind. So. Yes. <laughs>
0: yeah. 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 Um, It's kind like, it's crazy that Kale watching this and watching her take out the pfa and i know that the voiceovers are like after the fact but even when she's talking to mark she's kind of like i mean i don't like really need it but
1: like i just want to make a point
0: yeah i just you know i want him to know that like things can't get physical like that well you Um, hit him (laughs) it's, it's really it's really fucked up joe is rightfully really angry angry. about it and his family is rightfully really angry about it i thought the scene you know noted men's rights activist liz bentley (laughs) um when they go to like they're having lunch it's junior joe and his dad their dad and their dad is like kale's gonna press charges on you like after joe (sighs) was explaining what happened he's like she could press charges on you
1: he's like be ready
0: and he's not wrong it's what i mean she doesn't a pfa is civil but like she takes it to the court. He's not wrong. He's like, you need to be ready to deal with all of this. Um, and I mean, Janet kind of calls it like it is. She's like, it has nothing to do with Isaac. She's mad that Jonathan's moved on and she's jealous and she's insecure. And that's right. And the craziest part is kind of like
1: Leah, like Cale doesn't want to be with Joe. (laughs) No, they argue all the time. Joe can be mean. His mouth gets she doesn't want to live in that house. She doesn't like Janet
0: very much. She doesn't want to be part of that family. She mm. just is has crazy abandonment issues. And yeah. the idea of Joe moving on, even though she has moved on twice since Joe, is infuriating to her. And I think that Kale, I I really think that Kale doesn't know why she does it like I bet after that fight when Kale came home she wouldn't have been able to like tell you why she got so mad like I I think that this is the earlier signs of her mental health kind of starting to get bad um yeah and like the impulsivity stuff that she has that we know she has an issue with and the rage that we know she has an issue with is like really starting to rear its head in a way that I wonder if it had not so much in her life. I mean, at this point in time, she's like 20. That's when, you know, a lot of mental health issues start presenting themselves. And, um, I wouldn't be shocked if she is at this point in her life, sadly, right? Like not really sure why she's behaving the way that she's behaving because she's not, she's, these are not rational acts because they're a result of mental illness.
1: Yeah. I think I will give Kale this that I too would say I'm not gonna like deal with your fam like that's your family, I deal with you. Mm -hmm. And but I want this is a part I want to ask you about with PFA. So his family's going, right? Mm -hmm. She says that they're definitely gonna be witnesses and they didn't see him there, but can do don't they have character witnesses at PFAs or that's not a thing? Um so
0: not, I mean, sometimes in reality, like the majority of PFAs don't even go in front of the judge because people, so in the state of Pennsylvania, where they live at the time, what happens is you get an ex parte hearing. So you fill out this form, you go in front of a judge, you explain what happened. They almost always grant their restraining order because you don't want to be the judge that doesn't, right? And something sure. happens. And because it's temporary, it's civil, it's like, it's just easier to do it. So they grant it and you get a hearing within two weeks and then you go in within that two weeks, uh, the other person gets served. You're both supposed to retain counsel. And then you go in front of the judge and you have a hearing and the majority of people don't show up for that hearing because (laughs) that's how domestic violence works, right? Like they just don't want to go through with it. They get back with the person, blah, blah, blah. Um, so then the next most likely thing to happen is that you enter into a, Like basically, a non admission of guilt mutual agreement, which is like we both agree to stay away from each other for one to two years. Like, neither of us is admitting anything happened. They are civil matters, right? But like, uh, this isn't a restraining order. This is like a mutual no contact agreement. Is that what she and Javi did? Uh, No, because they don't end up getting that. Oh, well, yeah, because they do with that custody, right? Um, No, I don't think they end up getting that far. Because I remember he was, like, upset with the military stuff and it ended up getting dropped, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. But also Delaware's, I'm not totally sure how it works in Delaware. Mm, but, like. They were in Delaware's time. Yeah. So, like, that's it. So it's pretty rare that the PFA, like, has the actual trial. Um, But, yeah, I would imagine they would have character witnesses. And also, like, it, the thing is, it's, like, Kale's, like, how do Like she's like yelling in her car. Like, how fucking dare he bring anyone? First of all, she has five people in her car that are coming with her to court. (laughs) But she's jealous that it's not her mom and her dad. she's so, exactly. That's, that's what she's mad about. She's like, how dare his family be there? How dare they? They did not witness anything. I'm not even sure they were there as witnesses. I
1: don't know either. That's what I was saying. I was like- They were probably just there
0: to support him. The
1: youngest son, I don't think Joe's been in trouble either. The youngest son is like, has to go to jail, has to go to jail, has to go to court to, because- a girl that used to live with you.
0: <laughs> well, and also, like, this involves Isaac. They're very involved with Isaac. Like this It's is... on
1: TV, too. This well, also, like, yeah, we're going.
0: <laughs> jo- so Joe got a lawyer, which Kale's mad about. Because she's like, he showed up with a lawyer and witnesses. And I was like, oh, she's mad. Because if you'll she's remember, so- last season. Too. Yeah, but last season, when they went to that mediation, Joe didn't show up with a lawyer. And so okay. Joe got, like, everything that she wanted. And she was like, he... He looked so bad. He was so mad. Like, I I think that Kale wants to have the upper hand in everything, and so I think mm-hmm. she's like genuinely mad that Joe would dare get a lawyer. Um, really, like it's not rational, right? This is irrational this is anger. But like, she's like yelling in the car. Her friend is like, Kale, you need to calm down. Because the person that flips out in front of the judge is yep. the person that's going to lose, which by the way, more information about Amber's custody case came out today. And the judge said in the reasoning, one of the reasons, which I'm still ruminating on this. I haven't really wanted to discuss this. I posted it on Instagram, but I don't really have a strong opinion on it yet because I feel weird about the language and I'm thinking about it. But um, can, or the judge said that Amber had outbursts in court and like that were bad and i don't know if that's like hysterical women's
1: stuff so that's why i'm like feeling a little Ooh, but yeah, because we don't know what it was but the fact is you're the person accused of running around with a machete and so, then you're having outbursts and, and the you fact is sit down. the
0: fact is if you're in a pfa hearing for domestic violence and you're screaming in front of the judge and the other party is acting rational
1: you're not gonna yeah
0: Yeah, her friend is totally right. And she's like, you just need to calm down. And of course,
1: once Kale gets there and like talks to her lawyer, she's like, yeah, we can drop it. Well, this is why people, I mean, people hate Kale for a lot of reasons, but this is one of them. Because she had the PFA, he couldn't see Isaac. Yeah, he couldn't see him for two weeks. And And he sees Isaac multiple times a week. Even when Joe moved to New Jersey, he would show, he would go back to his mom's house. I mean, that was bullshit. We all say that, but- he still would show up on Friday evening after work and to at his at his visit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So like he's driving from fucking New Jersey to do his visit, and you just prevented him from seeing his kid for like two weeks. If Joe had done something like that to Kale, we we this might be over because Kale might be in jail. Yeah, Like It's Kale. It's terrible. Is
0: just she is so awful in this episode. Yeah. She is basically admitting repeatedly that the PFA is not just um she basically what she's doing is she just wants to punish Joe and then she's like well I want us to just like both have to get anger management. And so basically they agree on like dropping it and they're going to go to a co-parenting class which I think is a good idea it's just weird because it's one of those moments where kale seems she's like screaming in the car driving over there as we said so <laughs> yeah. fucking mad yeah. and then she just comes down and comes back
1: to reality and it's like oh we shouldn't do this like she i think like obviously you know mental illness plays part of this okay because we know what we know about kale but i also think that it's there's this thing about like blowing your wad Yes. You know, and then, yes, you get, and then you're sure. like, I don't
0: actually want to go to court. For sure. <laughs> I can relate to that. Like, I don't really get angry like that anymore. But like, there have been I you get high on the anger and then you come down and you're like, ugh. Yeah. And you're like, Ugh, I don't feel like talking. To yeah. Them. I don't really like, I'm actually not mad about this anymore. <laughs> like...
1: Yeah. And so, and, and so like, I think that's part of what happened and they agree that they're not going to have any significant others. at the drop-off, which I think is a good idea, but I, he doesn't actually get to say it, but I think Joe was about to say that he's worried about going with no witnesses. Like like he yeah. it sounds like he was about to say that. And I wouldn't blame him. Yeah, I wouldn't. He either... just saw how she used the court. Yeah. I mean,
0: you know, the thing you is... have to be worried, and you're Joe's family, and this white woman is a com- coming and accusing your brown son of hitting her when he, yeah. when you, and you know how she is, and you believe that she hit him. Like the family has to be on edge and like we, I they mean, we heard
1: fought in front of the family like this.
0: Yeah. And I mean, we heard his dad say it, like, get ready. She's going to be pressing charges. Like I can see why Joe at that moment is in the, like, I need witnesses mode. Right. Because yeah, this is probably what they're talking about at home. Like we have to start protecting ourselves around Kale.
1: I would never meet her alone again because I'm, you're not going to go and tell them that I beat you up.
0: Did V V saw the fight, right? Because she
1: was there. I we think... didn't hear her talk about the fight and I don't think she was at court I she was I think she was in the car though I don't think she was you know what yeah, I'm maybe saying she
0: was, she was in the car and they were like on the other side of Kale's car when they had the right. fight, and she didn't so she see knows it. there's a
1: yeah. fight but she can't be like and then this and then that yeah, and then, yeah, like yeah. you know That's, you're probably right about that and so and also if I'm V who by the way is in high school guys She's got to go to gym class after this, I think, because they just met. She's like, I 17. think last season she was still oh, in high school. That's right. They just they started dating last season, not this season. Yeah, they get
0: together like kind of at the end of season two, mm-hmm. and by the start of season three, they're like, Joe is kind of going back and forth with and V. Yeah, so, and he says, I don't
1: want a relationship right now. Then he yeah. immediately goes, he's in a relationship with me. Yeah.
0: So, yeah, I think maybe she
1: graduated and she doesn't have okay. to go to gym class. Well, thank God he doesn't have to go pick her up to high school. Oh, my <laughs> but, God. He's probably too but, old to go to her prom. Okay. <laughs> oh, my God. And even when he wasn't too old, he, he reminds me of, like, a Corey-type figure that had, like, a decent job when he was, like, 17 that he yeah. didn't, like, just stayed at. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so he was too old to go to her prom when he was 17, is what yeah. I'm trying to say. Yeah. But, um... I feel like V was just like in the car giggling or maybe hi. Yeah, or maybe
0: maybe just like on the phone. Yeah, like (laughs) talking to her mom, like chit chatting and she's like, I think they're screaming at each other. Yeah, because she's up from New Jersey.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's, this is pre Candy Crush, so maybe like she wasn't doing that, but you know, she's doing whatever. And like, music is bumping. Like, yeah, and she's like, whatever, we got to pick up Isaac and we're going to go get something to eat. Yeah. And then there's this big ass fucking fight. Yeah, we
0: <laughs> oh, oh, dropping off Isaac. It's just so, <laughs> it's really bad. It, you know, Joe is incredibly calm throughout these episodes in a way that he scares me i was gonna say kale's kind of lucky because i feel like he could have been saying a lot worse shit about her
1: okay no he wrote (laughs) season one he wrote this really mean text to her that basically was like i hate you i wish i'd never met you Mm -hmm. i like and maybe it was reenactment i don't know but he's calm as fuck all the punctuations there it's capitalized. There are spaces on a fucking sidekick. He wrote out this very calm thing like, I, I wish I could go back in time to the day I met you and never meet your ass ever. I mean, he is a, a rapper, so maybe he's got <laughs> bars, but he he wrote this long mean ass text, so fucking calm. I was like, Don't trust nobody who's sending rage texts with perfect punctuation. Don't do I she, you're right. She the truth is, Kale is very fortunate to be dealing with Joe for most things, even though he can be mean. The fact is, is that he's very involved in Isaac's life. And if he wasn't, she'd be complaining that he wasn't. I Um, mean, yeah. Like we make fun of Joe because Joe didn't have to have a job and that's how he was able to move to fucking Delaware. But plenty of people didn't have jobs and didn't move to Delaware. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He could have easily stayed in New Jersey and just been like, she moved to Delaware. What do you want from me? He is constantly trying to like have dinners with her he's trying to say nice things to her he's even when she's with Javi and they're married like he's just doing things like bringing Isaac to photo shoots and and Javi's losing his fucking shit yeah now is he is he current on his child support I don't think so is he gonna (laughs) take him to the uh is he he does this here's what it is he doesn't respect Kale So that's why he's like, fuck it. I don't have to take him to football practice. But here's the other thing. Kale don't respect him either.
0: Yeah, they don't respect each other. You're so right. Which is why they like continue to have these weird fights. Right. There's no respect there. I love when Kale will just randomly be like, yeah, Joe and I get along worse out of all my baby's fathers. And I'm like, what?
1: (laughs) Because she's not having sex with Joe at any time.
0: Exactly. But it's always like after she's like. Uh, Chris has not seen the kids in three weeks last time we saw each other he hit me and like she'll be like going on this long thing about Chris and she'll be like and Javi did this this and this and then she'll be like yeah Joe we get along the worst and you're like wait that factually cannot be true I know I, I
1: think the reason she doesn't get along worse because she actually has to fight with him about things well and I also and think I, there's I think no Chris
0: I think yeah, but I, and I also think with Chris and Javi, she has very low lows, but then also very high highs because she fucks them and they have fun and they have good times together too, where she doesn't have that good time reward with Joe. So to her, it's all negative.
1: Yeah, like when Javi and Kale are mad at three and they get to get online and do lives oh. and talk about it, they're oh. like in their bag. Oh, They're, they're so happy. In. They're fucking so hard. <laughs> they're like, like, like they they are having the best sex of their life because the two of them are mad at somebody. Hell they- yeah. Yeah, they're high on that shit. And like and when Javi's like being good
0: with Kale, he like will show up with lunch for her at places and like do all this shit for her. But Joe Joe doesn't have any of that with her. So I think to Kale, it's just like Joe bad.
1: When it's good, it's just fine. And when it's exactly. bad exactly,
0: that's it's- exactly it. When it's good, it's just fine. And it's been that way for 10 fucking years at this point.
1: Yeah. And like, even when she was divorcing Javi, like Joe was very nice to her and was like, it's going to be okay. Extremely nice, extremely understanding, extremely. But here's the thing. The way Joe talks to her, like even in these early episodes we are talking about, he was like, it's going to be okay the, is very much like a cousin like i do not give a fuck about. You. yeah for sure <laughs> like like i there's no like i he's like girl. yeah that's crazy <laughs> so, yeah it really yeah. hurts so like i i and i know she knows that like he's like oh wow jordan's not around oh you'll find someone better don't worry like exactly he doesn't exactly. care i wanted to say one more thing before because mm-hmm. i think we're like winding up here javi in this episode is not the javi we know
0: No, he's like very
1: backseat. Yeah, he's like, I don't think it's okay. Meanwhile, Javi, did you do you know that in a few years you're gonna break into Kale's house, (laughs) Uh, right?
0: And then you're gonna do it again with Lauren. You're gonna break into her house and yeah, and like fight people, fuck some girl in your bathroom while your
1: baby and his mother sleep upstairs. Yeah, you're gonna like have sex with her co-star. And try to, and then tell her, you got a girl going to move out to Delaware right now. <laughs> and it's, I, how can she, Lauren, how, how, Lauren, <laughs> like, that is so embarrassing. Yeah, so embarrassing. We don't need, like, but here he's like, very, first of all, he seems younger than Kale. Is he younger than Kale? Um. That's a good question. I think they're around the same age. Or she just gives like she always gave us like single mom, like mid middle age single mom. Yeah. But he he seems young, he's quiet, he's 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 he seems pliable. This is not the same dude that like said that he was gonna drop Isaac off at school and now won't because that's your son and he's mad because you're going to a concert. Yeah, it's not the same. Hobby the
0: ruiner of times.
1: I hate Javi, guys. I
0: hate him. Uh, I'm excited, though. This is, like, I think it's in this season that she hits Javi, too. Do both of those things happen in this season? Because they're, like, married, married by next season when they come back. Yeah, this is... She's pregnant, and she's pregnant in season five.
1: Oh, my God, she hits them both in season four? Right, and this is why people hate her so... Like, this... It's only a few episodes away, and she kept, you know, all that, and then... She doesn't, she doesn't meet V to season six. Is that correct? Like. Meet her? I mean, I get, they met at this. (laughs) (laughs) I mean. Yeah. I think she agreed to sit down and have dinner. And then she goes, I guess this couldn't happen because I was being a bitch.
0: Yeah. That sounds right-ish. Is she pregnant or not? When she's she, doing I that. think she's pregnant. So I she's think it's dim. season five. I think it's season five that she's married. So I think Joe is in New Jersey. Yeah, because by season five he's in New Jersey. He's still in Pennsylvania in these seasons. Um, and but remember, like season five is a year and a half from where we're seeing now. So that's still a long really? fucking time away. Really, Joe? Because I think by the end of season four is when Javi and Kale elope. And he goes to boot camp, and then they come back. She's pregnant. They're planning the big wedding that MTV pays for at the aquarium. Yes,
1: I okay. Um, yeah, th- that's all I have to say. Is that we see this Javi, and if we think that Javi's Jesus sister doesn't lies. watch Isaac, sometimes get the fuck out of here.
0: <laughs> I bet she does. I bet Javi Javi's sister and Kale get along pretty well
1: N- at this point. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Because they don't get along now, I guess.
0: No, no, I mean now. Like, I bet that sometimes she Well, did us. they
1: get into a big fight? Well, you know what? I'm no, saying no, that, I like, Kelly in a big fight every other week. Yeah, she, I mean,
0: who knows? Who knows her, where Kale ever is in a relationship, I guess.
1: Yeah. I. So, I don't have anything else about Kale or Javi. Or that you, lizard guy that she had that baby with. Uh, Joe. He looks like a lizard man. <laughs> will you plug your podcast, please? For yes! us I will guys i have a podcast okay so i am about to finish up a season on by pumpkin of talking about uh vanderpump rules i think troy's gonna be on that's if troy shows up we don't know we don't know what's gonna happen with troy love that guy we don't know where he's gonna be but he's gonna be on we're finishing that up i i i talk about niche reality throwbacks that's what i do you have a season next season planned yet I don't know. I'm really thinking Jersey Jerseylicious or what's that one where she married a Brady.
0: Uh I love. Oh my god, you should do that. That I did that for Patreon. That's fucking wild. My fair Brady wa- and I just
1: want to. Yeah, so, I just want to talk about it. You should but, do My
0: Fair Brady. Oh my! I just want to I, I talk I about. Don't think Jerseylicious would be that good. I think you would get bored of watching that every episode. Yeah. I don't. I don't know. If it's good. Yeah, it's too fake for like a constant recap.
1: Yeah. My Fair Brady is nutty he doesn't care like he does not want to be with her but he wants to have sex with her and then he invites his fake tv mom to like and and she's like you're a whore yeah like (laughs) it's so oh my god it's so
0: funny when i watch it i plan to watch like two episodes you know to talk about i watched the whole thing it was so yeah
1: i was thinking about that i don't know i don't know what's gonna happen but so we're gonna figure that out i also have a patreon where i do like right now i have a lot of commission episodes i did an episode on um my super sweet si- 16 my super sweet 16 with the girl that got adopted and like so it was like this annie storyline mm-hmm. with this rich family and then she immediately decided to bully her best friend into like madness mm-hmm. throughout this 21 minute episode it's mm-hmm. really good and so you guys come on over take a listen if you like my strong yet baseless opinions i have more so <laughs>
0: Well, thank you, Princess. I appreciate you joining me. Yeah, anytime. Bye. Bye.